We're back. We are back. It's another episode of Awkwardly Tall, and we got another guest episode for you guys. Um, we have been excited about this guest ever since I decided I was going to do a podcast. One of one of the ones I wanted to have on here. He is, a, you know, he raps, he creates movies, he he creates podcasts. He's on podcasts. He he does a little bit of it all. You know, he's a, he's creator extraordinaire. My friend, the Sloppinator, the Slop Tart, the owner of the Slop Sickle, the Slop A Lot of Puss himself, it's Champloo Sloppy, y'all. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, we're real excited to have you on the podcast, brother. How you been lately? How you been living? Good, man. I'm happy to be here, bro. I'm hyped that you actually started doing this. I know we talked about it before you had it going, so it's good to see people say they're going to do something and then put it into effect. Like, And it's weird because that's one of the compliments that I didn't expect to get as often, but to expect to even take as a compliment is a lot of times people will just hit me up and be like hey man I, I didn't even know you were into this thing but now that you've done it you got the right voice for it it sounds like you're comfortable it sounds like you're really adventuring a creative outlet of yours so it, it's crazy that you say that even even he, every time I hear it it's crazy to hear people say that honestly it it's, really is it's funny that you said the thing about the voice because when I was listening to it in the car yesterday I was really thinking like Dang, his voice is kind of clean for this. Like, you know, it sounds good. It's like a little charming, but and like it, it's weird to get like like I've gotten that compliment from so many people. Like people that don't even care about music or podcasts or anything. Like everybody, like it's I've it's the weirdest compliment that I've gotten the most often is you got the right voice for it. You have a good voice. Like I still don't know how to take it to this day, but I guess I'm going to take it and run with it. Yeah, you should start doing audible books. Just read books oh, and then man. like post it on YouTube and monetize that right? shit. And not be boring with it. Everybody in their audiobooks are always so damn boring. Not even going to lie. Yeah, that's the thing. When you, if you, because I listen to audiobooks, if you do that, find somebody who like gets into detail with the characters and like changes their voice and doesn't sound like a fucking robot. And I was thinking too, like, bro, because you're a little like, uh, you're, you're country twang in there, you know, like, read Tom Sawyer or something like that, that'd be fucking fire. And see, I think, like, why do we have to be prim and proper enough to not put our own voices to everything? Like, yeah, I know my rendition of Tom Sawyer isn't going to be what everybody wants to hear, but at least it's better than hearing who you know is supposed to be a southern little kid spoken as the voice I'm speaking right now. That He painted the white fence, yeah, and or, then he tricked his friends yeah, into... <laughs> it's, it's less believable when you hear an audiobook and you hear Tom Sawyer said, get over here, Jim, we're going to go over here and fish, as opposed to, hey, get over here, Jim, we're yeah. going to go over here and go fishing real quick. Down, and that's the one the people creek, are going to listen you know to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I have friends that speak that way. That's yeah. like... I've had this weird thing where, like, I don't want to say, like, if I admire somebody, but if I just am fucking with something that I hear, I try to imitate it. Like, if I'm listening to a Lil Wayne song, I'm rapping in Lil Wayne's sound. If I'm listening to a podcast that I like, I try to talk when I'm imitating it just like the person. I've always done it ever since I was a kid, so that's why I think I'm... I've picked up on a lot of the voices and characters and bullshit I do just when I'm talking to people. That's that's part of what we were talking about before we started recording. That's our imaginations, because I do the same thing. I distinctly remember watching Tarzan in movie theater and coming out and thinking I was an ape. Like, I was, like, swinging on shit, and then even <laughs> now, like, if I hear, like, a cool accent or something, like... If I get around people who are all talking like Peppa the Pig, eventually I might sound like Peppa the Pig. Like, it's like, yep. it's weird, but it just happens like subconsciously. It's like a blend in type thing. It's bad. Like, it's, I saw this thing the other day. Uh, somebody had posted on social media. I might have even talked about it on here before. And they had posted like, 
Um, somebody, one of my coworkers was talking about talking, talking to herself regularly, like it was normal. And if I am the only one not talking to myself, am I the weirdo? And the first <laughs> thing I thought was like, yeah, like, yeah, I talk to myself. Like, I know I have dogs, and to me that doesn't count. Some people it does, but I talk to myself constantly, like in accents, out of accents, call myself things, acting like I'm not talking to myself, third person, first person, all that. Like, I don't see how you could not do that and stay sane. When I drive across country and there's, like, dead spots in the radio where I literally can't get anything, I will have in-depth conversations with myself as, like, different human beings. Like, I've been, like... Captain Jack Sparrow and me and like fucking Peter Griffin trying to like duke out a conversation because I I just can't sit in silence. Exactly. Like, like, and that's that's the weird thing. Like, even just like you said, I almost prefer to drive in silence sometimes because I have a lot of creative thoughts. But it's just like you said, I don't do it out loud, but my brain will literally bounce around ideas and accents and thoughts and like different influctuations. And it's it's weird because in your thoughts, it's not really, it's not vocal. Like, it's not like words. It's just this weird fluidity of things that are moving through your head at that time. Yeah, I do it all vocal. I'm out loud with it. I, I, I um, either usually drive in silence to a podcast, an audible book, or one of my favorites is classical music. Because if you're listening to, like, Beethoven or something like that, everything is so fucking epic when you're driving it's like dun, 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 dun. bro it turns your life into like a fucking movie like you're making a turn it's like dun, dun. you're like oh my it's like it, it turns your life into like a cartoon you feel you feel like you are the thing that is making the world go around you're the, yeah bro it's so funny too because like i'll have my windows rolled down you know i'm face tatted up and all this stuff and i pull up like listening to like beethoven's like first symphony and people are like what the hell is going on see and i i love that you put it that way because i'm the exact opposite like nine times out of ten i'm rocking one of two attires i'm wearing all gym sweats and i look like a basketball player because i did play basketball and i do like the comfiness of those clothes or i'm wearing jeans boots regular fucking hat and people think i look like the country kid that also is kind of in my background a little bit but like not gonna lie one of my most favorite like just bop around things to jam to and one of my most favorite artists is young boy nba like i love him i think he's killing it and so when i roll up in a camouflage hat and jeans and a nice salt life fucking long shirt long sleeve t-shirt and cowboy boots and then i open my door and you know people are like just all this all this gang shit going off like they they look at me sideways you know definitely um in the small rural communities, for sure, you get out bumping that rap music in a town of a thousand like I have sometimes, and you'll turn a couple heads. Bro, I've gone places like crossing country, and I get out, and they like, when I use manners, I'm like, hey, how are you doing, sir? They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, genuinely surprised. They're like, oh, I thought you were literally going to be like, what up, bitch? I need 10 on 12. (laughs) Like, (laughs) That's so, just... You have a few. You have a few tattoos, so they think that you're automatically going to be a piece of shit. Is yeah. the problem? But that's that's my thing. Is like I don't have. I have one tattoo, y'all, on my back, on my shoulder, not even visible. But I want to get a lot. I want to get a ton of tattoos, and that's one of the main things I'm worried about. Like if if anybody personally knows me, I hope they have the opinion that I'm a nice guy. If not, I mean, I don't know what the fuck I did. Fuck you. I don't think that your <laughs> tattoos would change anybody's opinion that actually saying. knows like, you're like. You know, yeah. someone judged me the other day on Facebook and I was like, 
you know, one thing that I, oh, I said, I rebuttal, I was just like, you know, I'm sure I'm not somebody to judge somebody off of their tattoos as their character and standards for morals. Like, <clears throat> it's weird how people will look at somebody that just has like art on their skin and be like, oh, probably doesn't give a fuck about anything. It's like, whoa. Yeah, and that's the thing. Strong like, label. People, people don't see it as art. Like, a lot of people see it as, like, I, I genuinely don't know why people don't see it as art, but a lot of people want to take it out of context. Like, if you have something, like, some sick, twisted scene on the side of your arm because you think the artistic work of it looks cool. Like, the devil! Gonna, yeah, they're going <laughs> to think you are a dark, twisted devil worshiper. Like, I mean, bro, I have Totoro <laughs> on my face. It's like, you know, how I have a keyblade. It's like, right. how, how much, what's, I have a big-ass Care Bear on my arm. Like, how, like, what yeah, do you think is wild. going on here? Like, yeah, it gets wild. And that's, <laughs> that's how I see my tattoos being, is like, on, you know, on one of my legs, I might have, uh, my favorite basketball player, Dirk, doing a knee-high fader, and then right next to that, I might have Hey Arnold, and then right next to that, I might have a little mushroom, you know? Something. I don't even know what a knee-high fader is. A knee-high fader <laughs> is just a basketball thing. Yeah, it's I figured, it's like, a, I figured it's like a dunk or a layup or something of that nature, but I literally could just be shooting in the Man, dark right there. After this show, we're going to get off here and make sloppy, just watch highlights and highlights and highlights of Dirk Nowinski knee-high faders, and we're going to teach him what the knee-high fader is, I promise y'all. It'll never happen. <laughs> that's funny. But, but no, that's what I like is like, one of my favorite things when I first moved out here is like meeting all sorts of different people, but you were one of the first people I met through my buddy Chris. And it's just like you said, you literally approach the scene, you're tatted up, you have tattoos on your face, arms, legs, chest, literally tatted up everywhere. And you are one of the most nice, genuine fucking people I've ever met. And your tattoos literally like, rep- like, like you said, you have a fucking keyblade on your face because you like Kingdom of Hearts. You like yeah, to play I love video that games. shit. You like, have tons of little different video game characters all over on your tattoos and things like that. Like, if people would look into real meanings and stop tripping about the fact that people put ink on their skin, they might actually realize the type of person you are. Yeah, they're but, like, what you bang, man? I'm like, dude, that's Mickey Mouse. Hey, yeah, that's, Gang <laughs> Disney, homie. Like, yeah, what are you talking Disney. about? That's Mickey Mouse on my face. The morals <laughs> and unity that comes with Kingdom of Hearts and just the friendship, like, between all of them, it's just crazy. That's the same with, like, Final Fantasy. It's just like... That's what I strive for with my homies and shit. I'd rather be brothers. Right. And I appreciate you saying that. A lot of people say that. And I'll, and like, about being genuine and this and that. I'll, I'll counter with, I wasn't, I was always a nice, genuine person, but I wasn't always able to be that person. Yeah. And then once in life, I once I realized, like, being a good person is just way easier than being an asshole, I kind of just hit that switch. And it's just yeah. been better. And like, It's nice because, like, like, one of the things I respect about you, too, is, like, you try to be that nice, genuine person, and like you said, just it just makes life easier. But when, like when when someone tries you or differentiates in your opinion in your opinion in a negative way, you definitely stand your ground. Like, oh like, yeah, I like, mean, I'm never gonna just I don't know. Like, I I don't want to escalate things to like irrational ways, but I'm also have never been a yes man in my life. If I don't agree with something and I like really stand for I'm not going to just or even if I just dis if you said you know oh this about this and I didn't agree with you I'm not going to be like yeah you know because that's just fucking fake yeah and I, I see, can't see, do that's it hard. Like, like like I've I've never I've never been that way either um with but it's weird with people that I'm close to and people that I trust and things like that I've never been that way but I can't say that I've never been that way, like in a business setting or like obvi- when you obviously have to kiss ass, even if you defer an opinion and you need to be kissing ass. 
I've always just been the type to go with it in a business setting or like in that proper setting or even just to avoid conflict because I don't want it right then. Like there's yeah. definitely been times where like don't speak my mind or don't be honest and just kind of go with the flow. So like I said, it's definitely a commendable thing because I try to be as honest and ingenuous as I am, but I care a lot to where I'll just shut up to not. I care too much. I can't shut up. Yeah. Like, if I really stand it's for so something, crazy. I can't. Yeah, like, we're both the same, but it, we, we act opposite on it. Like, we both do it out of care, but I shut up out <laughs> of care because I don't want to push anybody's buttons. buttons. And I push because I really care. Yeah. And with the business thing, though, like, I will openly say, when you are clocked in at your job, you are not getting paid to have an opinion. So your Facts. opinion is fucking null and void. And you, you know are here to do like, a You know who's going to care about your opinion up there, too. Like, you yeah, know... And, that's not the place to even bring it up. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like you are here to do whatever the fuck your job is. If your yeah. job is in is opinions, then go for it. Yeah, but if that's not it, show, like, unless you're running the show, you're there to abide by whoever's signing your paychecks. Like um, you know, I don't fuck with really any presidential side. I don't I don't fuck with none of that shit. I think everybody's no. too far right, too far I'm left. Not I don't fuck with any of that. But <laughs> I saw this one thing where this lady was like trying not to serve somebody cuz he was wearing a Trump hat and he was black. So it wasn't even like, you know, he was like some overprivileged white dude, but right. and and then I'm and he said like, you know, you're here to serve tables. You're not here to serve your opinion. And I like don't fuck with a lot, you know, like Trump and all that stuff. But I agree with that statement 100%. Like, you were clocked in. Like, what, like, you know, that's, it doesn't, none of that shit fucking matters. Yep. You're here to bring food from point A to point B and refill cups, like, and have manners. Like, that's your literal job description. Exactly. Like, and it, just, it blows my mind that, like, like I said, that it, that, that business setting, like, a lot, I don't know how many people are in the nine to five business setting or whatever I've been in in a large portion since I've been working and growing up and stuff like that. But it's just weird to like, not only see how each person in their different role operates, but to try to figure out why, and then also try to correlate with like how you should operate and why you want to do those things the way you do those things and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's always been a weird little mind fuck when I'm at work. And I don't think other people think about that. Like I think people are just there just doing the mindless activity and not absorbing the the around, you know? Yeah, I've been out of the clock-in scene for so long just doing, like, eBay and, and everything want, like that. Oh, like, man, I want to I wanna be... Obviously, I've talked to you about it in the past, so I want to eventually be self-employed here soon, but, like, yeah... Uh, the, being out of the nine to five scene is just a dream. Man. The grass is always <laughs> greener, though, bro. Yeah. Like to be real, sometimes I miss the stability that comes with a nine to five. Because right. with a nine to five, you know, if I put in forty hours this week, I'm getting this much money. Right. With doing eBay and thrifting and this and that, it's really literally hit or miss whether things are gonna pull through. Right. You know, and like it's not the same stability. And to keep it real, I make just enough money to pay my bills every month. Right, but. That's in a like, sense, it's like almost worth it to not be able to save up just so I could live more free and yeah. spend time with my kids. And that's and like, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like that's the same nine to five mentality it basically is like making enough to pay your bills and then seeing what you have to play with at the end of the bills being paid, or at least for me and you. And like I said, it's I'm sitting here like like I just said, I'm sitting here saying I, I wish I didn't have to have that nine to five mentality, but I 
take comfort in the security of knowing what I'm going to make every week. Whereas you've given up that security to have the freedom that I crave. Yeah. The grass is always greener, bro. It's hard. If you can get both, you know, if you can really like once the goal, (laughs) if you can get eBaying good and if I could be doing it where like, you know, but, but the other problem that people don't realize with, with, with being self-employed is that you are literally the boss of yourself and you need to be a boss to yourself. I need to be more strict on a routine. Okay. between these hours, I'm going to clock in and post shit on eBay. On these days, I'm going to hit the thrift store because it's 50% off. This, that, you know, like, and motivation and just, like, you know, really um, being a finisher and sticking to things is, like, one of the hardest traits, I think. Yeah, it can't waver if you do things like that. If you hustle up your own destiny like that, your motivation can't waver if you're literally going to struggle if it does. Yeah, and see, I've been going through, like, the last couple months, personally, I've been doing just enough to get by, and it's like... I'm like, hold up, bro. Why are you doing this? Like, you're pretty much becoming stagnant. And I just, like, got into this emotional rut and was dealing with some things in my mind and debating on if I want to be in Colorado anymore because, you know, like, moving to North Carolina could be beneficial in many ways that my family's there. We don't have any family here. Right. Nobody to watch the baby. We don't get to do anything as a couple. You know, it's like yeah. we're literally just parents, 247. And it's hard to even career, like, follow my rap career. I want to be on tour. I want to do this, but I can't just leave the baby with Savannah for two months. You yeah, know, it'd be better if she was around the grandparents. The trying to hustle up that bread to, to go do those things yep. and, and pay rent paid. for a yeah, month that you're going to be paid. gone. That shit is trash. That's, like that's the hardest part is like, it's weird. I know it's outside looking in and it's bad for me to say it this way too, but sometimes it's weird when you take a look around you and see like, it's like you can almost see who prioritize keeping the bills paid first. Like, I know that's a weird way to put it. But no, you can, that's not you can weird see at all. the way people move. Like, I've literally, I've literally had people think that, like, like, something was wrong or I was doing something differently just because, like, I was out of money for however long and I was just moving a little differently, you know, put my nose to the grindstone, go to work, keep myself fed, keep the bills paid, go home, and do things within my home that keep me happy yeah. and things like that, like the shit that they don't see. And they, they just see, you know, me going through the motions and they're like, oh, is Chase okay? And it's like, I'm still just as happy as I've ever been. I just have to do it a little bit differently right now. I'm just right grinding. Now. Yeah, I'm just pushing to, right yeah, now. Yeah, I have to do it a little bit differently right now. It's part of my process. It's not every day is going to be peachy. Not every day you get to go blow, you know, 40 bucks at the bar with your homies or spend 100 on a new pair of J's or something. You know? Yeah. See, bro, and I, and I know you notice I don't ever leave my house. I love Me the fact either. that I'm fully comfortable at my it's, house. It's I love like, being home. I beat myself up for the amount I don't leave my house. <laughs> I do, too. And this is the thing. I honestly, like, even when I go do really cool shit, I have to have, like, a mental battle with myself to drag myself out of the house. I was just talking to my homie Sad Boy about that like i'm good at wearing a mask where like oh sloppy's got his shit together he's so motivated to do this and that but my anxiety and stuff like that i literally have to fight leaving my house anytime i do it i would much rather just be here with my family playing warcraft right like (laughs) cuddled up doing something that makes you happy because it's literally just like it's easy it's that easy like sitting home with your family and playing video games can can bring you as much joy as anything else. I just have learned what's important to me in life, and it's just time and people, you know, like sharing right. experiences and shit. That's why I strive for that self-sustainable village, bro. Once I can get that popping, I'm going to change so many people's lives. Like once a nine to five isn't 
the same. You know, everybody's just working on sustaining the village and each other and working as a symbiotic unit. Right. Like, villages and tribes, bro, were, like, the most beneficial things for the common human being. Like, right. for real. Now it's all, like, government and then just people. The the general population and government. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and, and they're forcing people to work. Like, we don't even get the chance to be fucking humans anymore you're you're born a worker ant you just yeah, you have to pay to live yeah and they you train you as a alive. kid you go to school and learn all this fucking bullshit that's not even real like the only things you should be learning are english and math the rest of that shit should be for college when they can teach it correctly when they can teach for real what happened with people coming to america and all this you don't need right. to whitewash and make that shit happy that's not what fucking happened because then it's like a slap in the face like i learned oh we were having you know dinner with the indians and we were giving them blankets and then yeah. you find out the blankets had smallpox in them and all this yeah, bullshit it wasn't all that's a college course yeah, yeah that's a college course they got the education system fucked up and they're just training people to be fucking worker ants like yeah. for real and and to focus on materialistic things so that you can't buy land so that you can't buy a house because you're too busy worrying about those hundred dollar Jordans or spending 40 bucks at the bar like I've recently started selling all my bait and <laughs> shit because I'm like why am I wearing a four hundred dollar jacket bro this is fucking dumb like yeah. I should own a house by now like yep. and see that's like it's it's interesting that that you put it that way and we'll touch on the village thing here in a second too because I know I definitely want to get into that but it's just interesting that you put it that way because I've always had a problem with, like, I, I was a smart kid growing up. Like, I was smart enough to where I feel like the high school curriculum and, and all the school before that and slightly after that, like, I had it figured enough to where I worked it in my advantage. I kept good grades without even trying, like, all that stuff. Like, I didn't even have to try, and I just, I had the system figured out that it was a system, and if you do these things the way you're supposed to, you'll get through with flying colors, and everybody will think the things that they're supposed to think about you, but... I hated it. Like I hated, I just, I just fucking hated the whole, like, like you said, the systematic thing. Like they put you in, they say, everybody needs to go to college. If you don't go to college, you're going to, you're probably not going to have as successful of a life as if you do go to college. But unfortunately going to college means you have to be in tons of debt. So, but it's okay because everybody around you is going to be in debt because not only are they going to college, but since they went to college, they're going to have the money to take out a loan to buy the nice truck and to buy the nice house. And then they're going to have all these bills every month. And then it's like you said, they're worrying about how to save up to pay for the $100 Jordans or the $40 every time they go out because they have all these materialistic values, but they're indebted. They don't actually have any of those things. It's like a weird, like, peacocking syndrome. And that's what scared syndrome. me with the system. Like, I, I, I've went through the system and, like, like, I feel like I did my couple years of college and everything like that because I had scholarships and shit. But I even then, like... I thought, like, I was going to school to be a pharmacist and was going to settle down with a wife and kids. That was going to be my life in Arkansas, what I wanted to do, and I was on my way to doing it, and I felt that I was happy, but I just, something started to feel off, and it, like I said, I realized that I'm going to have a lot more fun figuring it out on my own. Like, yeah, there's going to be times where people that went through the system are going to be thriving more than me and have more money than me, and there's probably going to be times where even though I shouldn't be, I'm going to be more envious of them, but then there's probably going to be times where they're in that same stagnant amount of money that they've made and the amount of bills they have to pay and all that stuff. And I'm thriving where they want to be just because I didn't put myself into the system. like Just that, by you know? being happy. Like yeah. uh, people that are working, you know, 60 hours a week and shit, they may seem happy because they have money or everything's stable, but then they see people 
that are able to just be themselves and live life, and they're like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, and, like, on the flip side, since I've moved away from Arkansas, Arkansas was fairly low cost of living. Like, everything's pretty cheap. I mean, shit, I don't even think minimum wage is above $10 an hour there. It's such a low cost of living. Like, it's cheap as shit. I had a 1,300-square-foot ranch-style home, three-bedroom, two-bath, like, super-duper-duper nice, and not... And it was in a town of probably 25,000, one of the more lit areas of rural America, Arkansas, that I grew up in. And I was probably paying, I think, $840, all what, bills paid. What's month. the weed laws? They yeah, legal out terrible. there yet? No, the, no. Terrible. It's I say if they're, if they're legal, I'm headed that actually. way. Like. They just medically legalized and have dispensaries open, but live batters at like 85 a gram, things like mm-hmm. that. So they're on no their No grow? You can't grow anything yourself? Um, I'm I'm not. I don't think you can grow anything yourself right now. That but sucks. They're, they're on their way. I think the whole nation's on their way, but Arkansas is definitely moving quicker than I thought they would. But yeah, it's... Nebraska isn't as cheap from what I hear, but still, Nebraska and Arkansas, I come from those cheap areas where it's easy to stagnate, build up a lot of debt and bills, and then just pay those and live on fun money for the rest of your life. Where, but like, And I'll be envious of that. Like I said, I have multiple buddies. Before 25, they are, in my opinion, loaded and have all the things that I've ever wanted. But then maybe by the time I'm 30, if I've blown up with it, hey, shout out to y'all if I've blown up with this podcast and shit or something and I'm making millions. Either they could be envious of you right now because you're living in a weed friendly state. That's another fucking example. making weed for a legal, legal I know living. Multiple like people that are. That's you know, exactly. The grass is always greener in in some kind of aspect, you know, on the other side, bro. Like, yeah. And that's like, that's why I try to not get wrapped up in like, like, m- taking what other people have and thinking that that would make me happy or that would make me seem successful to other people. Like I just want to come off to other people as that's like, that's Chase Midkiff doing his fucking thing. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to come off to other people as something that someone strives to be, or that I don't want to come off as I've strived to be somebody that I'm not, you know? I just literally don't care. Like if people want to judge me, I need to do more of that. Yeah. If people want to judge me off of like stupid things like that, not off of my character and morals and like where I actually stand on things. then that's on them, bro. Like I, once somebody was like, what's your name? I was like sloppy. And she was like, Oh, I don't want to call you that. And I was like, don't call me then. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, <laughs> like don't speak like, to me. Like, I don't care. Like, okay. That's what I prefer. Or people that will judge me because of my tattoos. I'm like, that's one less person that I probably wouldn't vibe with anyway. So right. why even try to associate with yeah, them? Yeah, and that's my thing is, like, if you already can't get past the surface level stuff, like, I'm not saying I'm going to hate you to your core by the time it's all said and done if we sat down and had a conversation nah. about it. But... I'm probably, it's like you said, I'm probably definitely not going to affiliate myself with you just because it's not going to be convenient. It's not convenient to be around people that are constantly trying you with stuff that doesn't matter. There's certain things that like just automatically to me trigger like in my mind, and this is judgmental, I'll put it out there, but certain things that people do and I'm like, hmm, you have a low intelligence, like, like (laughs) racism, (laughs) like off, off gate racism. I'm like, hmm, your IQ might be a little low. You just don't get it. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't you understand. Just don't get it. Or, or like, there, there's like, I can't even think of something as broad as that. But there's literally been times where like, a good example is I had a kid when I first moved out here. Knew I moved out here because I was posting smoking dabs, smoking bongs on my Instagram, posting about me growing weed and making dabs and stuff as my job and all that stuff. And 
Like, after a few weeks of it, he got real, real hammered one night. And I hope you're fucking listening, you damn hater. Um, He fucking got real hammered one night and hit me up and was like, hey, just so you know, nobody gives a fuck about your damn smoking your dab, smoking your bongs, and doing that as your career and being the low life that you are. Like, stop fucking posting about it. And I was like, my only response was like, like, I said something about a beer bottle posted on his Instagram, and he said something like he had... The next morning, like, he didn't say shit, and then the next morning he let me know he drank too much and apologized, and that was when I lit into him. I was like... I'm like, you so, trying to call me yeah, out for being a lowlife, and you're yeah. getting drunk talking shit to people, you yeah. fucking piece of shit? Keep yeah. that same energy when you see me. Exactly. Like, you, you got so hammered that it forced you to talk shit to a kid hours away from you that you literally just knew growing up in school. And that's literally envy, <laughs> yeah. because he wants to be out here... Because gro- he gives a shit about you growing weed and taking yeah. dabs and living... A a better life than him and that's why he's drinking himself away in his fucking sorrows yeah and that that's kid like, whoever you are <laughs> and like, and that, that's like and i'm not it's not to say like fucking he hasn't, brad calandy or some shit that. like fuck the next morning he moved past it enough to apologize to me and be like hey I saw no that's big of him that's big of him to apologize yeah, i saw our messages and it was fucked up but i definitely hit him with a like i don't care how fucked you think it is i know it's fucked so yeah like He's he's probably grown since then and realized he was a dumbass and all that stuff and but he's also probably stayed on my fucking page too to be honest like those are he's the gonna hear this yeah those are the motherfuckers that be staying on it. he'll probably message me over it and I, at I, I me. hope he Champ does. Blue sloppy yeah. at me <laughs> I, I, I love all feedback like I said positive negative or otherwise I love all that shit because like ever since I've heard it one time on a podcast that I listened to I can't remember what it was it's just like I stop worrying about past and or i'm trying to stop worrying about past and future as often and just reacting to my surroundings as they come because like ever since i've started to do that it's like you said shit like that'll happen that happened when i wasn't practicing that a couple years ago and it it affected me like it bothered me for a couple months i thought the kid and i was cool acquaintances growing up and it literally was like wow i does everybody think that about me is everybody looking at me and thinking i'm like i had so many thoughts about it for months and i shouldn't have yeah you should not let shit like that bother you at all now if somebody hit me up with that shit I probably wouldn't even respond to try to make them look stupid. Like I'd I just, just send them a dad video. Moving. Yeah, I would just keep that shit moving. Now, like, and like, it's funny. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, since then, I've ran into the kid in fucking uh, some bar. I think it was in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he was all smiles, shook my hand, and went the other way. Like, I love your dad videos, man. Yeah, that, that like, <laughs> he, like that just proves that 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 motherfuckers like always aren't in the right mindset when they're coming at you with some bullshit like that. So you can't let it affect you either. Like, we people are weird, bro. I literally have people like comment some hateful shit, and then I respond in like a positive way, and they're like, "Oh no way, bro! You responded. I fuck with you heavy," and I'm like. You're fucking weird. Like, you literally just called me, like, some kind of dumb shit, and now you're like, yeah, bro, you're the best. And that's my thing is, like, I struggle with myself on social media to not comment with some stuff, but my only struggle is, like, do I care about that person enough to give them my opinion? And usually it's a no, and I don't post my opinion no matter how much it makes me go, like, wow, they're dumb, or, like, wow, they're sexy, or wow, they're nice, or whatever. Like, if I... It's a weird thing, but, like, if I don't feel like you're going to care enough to me to respond to me when I give you whatever I'm trying to give you, I 
not going to give it. Anyway. I comment straight demon faces. Yeah, Boom. Yeah, Just yeah, to I, let you know, I'm showing support, but I'm not yeah. going too depth into anything. Here you go. Here's some love. Pow. On the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I, I just get to the point where like, I don't even comment half the time anymore unless it's somebody that I fucking give it. Oh, well, about. if somebody's commenting on my shit, I always respond positively. No matter what they say to me, I respond positively because Facts. responding negatively gives them power. And I don't want to, I'm not giving into that and looking weak. Like you're not going to get the power from me. People be saying crazy shit. And I'm just like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I hope you have a good day. Like, right. you know, the worst I'll say to somebody is like, oh, that's fucked up. I hope you stub your toe today. Like some shit like that. Like, yeah. Like, and see, I like, like I said, it's, it's a constant struggle. I'm not saying I practice that constantly and I'm great at it, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better the last couple of years. Cause I very much so used to be, and in some ways still am that motherfucker that like, more introverted, well, like well, non-confrontational. Well, but like, if you, if you fuck me over, if you've done me wrong, like, you're dead to me, and I don't care what happens to you. Like, I literally could wish something bad happened to you, and if it happened, I could not feel bad about it. If, in my head, you are rotten to the core. Yeah, I, I, I can feel that. If, But it's, it's so weird. Like, I've always said it, like, people that I care about and strangers always have the benefit of the doubt. They will always get nice me. They will always get, like you said, that... That I'm sorry you're hurting right now, and I don't know why you're hurting, but please don't come at me with it. A stranger and people that I care about, even slightly or a shitload, will always get that. But if I think you're rotten, if I don't like you, yeah, dude, like it's like I said, it's still kind of petty, and I don't wish it on anybody, but I wouldn't. But be fuck sad. it, don't come around me with well, that I, shit. Well, I like, wouldn't be sad to hear you got hit by a train. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll, okay, hold up. First of all, bringing world, it up, I'm bringing say it the up. The world doesn't need less of you, you know. <laughs> yeah, bring, bringing it up. How do people get hit by trains? Facts. How does that even make sense? You just walk five feet in one direction and you're fine. And see, I've rationalized it as like, okay, you're pulling over the train, the car stalls out, and then you're trapped in between the beams that come down. Get out of the car. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. People are like, I don't want to lose my car. You just lost your life. Get out of the vehicle. Like, how? Like, what? If you get trapped, your, your car is trapped. Or just drive through the shit. And if you can't drive through the shit, get out of the car. That's it's only it's going out. You can see up. how far away it is. I bet people it goes in one direction. Drive through it, and that's probably where they fuck up. Those gates might be stronger, but even then, like get I out, just get the fuck out when you realize that doesn't out of work. The car, please, just get out of the car. And I'm sure every railroad conductor ever is probably listening to this right now, preaching that shit, agreeing with this whole. Ain't no thing. sneaky trains, bro. They, <laughs> they not yeah. just sneaking up on nobody. Yeah, they got the horn a couple times. Like, get out of the car. The horn should be the get out of the car if you hear the horn that should mean get out of the car yeah Uh, yeah yeah. at that point fucking out like what the hell and it's it's, it just goes back to what you said sometimes i think in some situations too i'm not saying everybody gets hit by a train is this situation but some people just ain't got it like that they just ain't all they just iq stuck on waffle like yeah they're just like i see that driving every day like everybody in the left lane not passing somebody or turning without using their blinker or not knowing how to stopping at the beginning of a merger lane you fuckers need to fucking ride bikes (laughs) all right like because literally you're a problem you're fucking dangerous like you're causing people to die because you suck at life Tell us how you really feel about about traffic being held up. I mean, no, not even just, just held kidding. up. Just people putting other people at risk over being conceited and not knowing. There's a fucking sign every mile that says, if you you're not passing that? somebody, get in the right lane. It's not fucking rocket science. Like, it literally just shows, like, true IQ value. Like, the general population, I'd say, like, 
Seventy percent of people are stuck on fucking dumb. Like just to be blunt, I don't yeah. care, bro. Like, or like, there was a situation the other day. Well, I shouldn't say the other day. It was a while back, but me and my buddy from work were driving down um, fifty, going back towards my house on a lunch hour, and this guy was coming off of a different intersection, merging in with us, and he had a ginormous diesel um, Dodge truck and was pulling a boat coming back from the the lake or whatever, and reservoir probably, and um. My buddy, my buddy uh, Ryan was driving, and he's literally like, he's got a tiny little car, and half of his car is in front of this guy's grill of his diesel truck as the guy's trying to merge. And the dude speeds up and fucking throws his coal all over my buddy Ryan's truck and, like, is trying to beat us out of the merge and pass us with a full trailer of a boat behind him. To Fuck the you, where, diesel boat guy. Where, the, where the, the lane closes, and he's just on the shoulder mer- trying to merge into me and my buddy. And my buddy finally switches lanes like, this guy's fucking maniac. My buddy switches lanes and lets him in. And then we pull up to the stop sign, and w- they roll their windows down, and his wife is just recording and calling my buddy a dumbass. Wait, I have to ask, though. I like, have to ask. Was the lane open the whole time? Because if your buddy could have got over the whole time, he was in the wrong. Oh, no, 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 no. Full fucking traffic. Okay, Full okay. Traffic. Different. Because, you know, you, you have to get in depth. Because in the case that he could have got over and didn't, he's an asshole. But if he Hell couldn't no. get over, then there's, you know, they should have slowed down. This guy was was just, like, like I said, he Feeling just entitled it. to he going first. He just gassed first. it and rode the shoulder and thought he was going to beat us out. And then my buddy squeezed into the other lane and they got even with us at a red light a couple red lights later and they had their window rolled down and was recording my buddy Ryan fuck him saying how terrible of a driver he was and he was like you are driving in the shoulder trying to merge into a little car with a trailer on a with a boat on it like you are a danger to everybody around you and I'm the dumbass you know when a lane's closing like when a lane's closing and people will try to speed up right to the end of it and then hop over I literally I literally pull over and sit in the middle I'm a hero bro I don't give a fuck I block both lanes you're not doing we're stopping that shit today you're not doing that shit today people will be beefing throwing their hands up I don't give a fuck like, you are not hopping right in front of everybody being a dick. Because people don't know what one in one is, you know? Like, it's, one, it's, one, 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 it's one, one. It's weird that people, like, it's like I said, it just seems basic to me to realize that you're driving a thousand plus screaming metal pound screaming metal death trap. It's a bullet. It's like, a big ass bullet. You're driving yeah. a fucking screaming metal death trap down the road at high speeds with tons of other people that you can't control driving Texting theirs. and shit. Yeah, like fucking be a little bit courteous Make enough TikToks. to not drive like a dumbass. Like get yeah. out of people's way. If someone's going faster than you Get out of their way. If someone's going slower than you, try to make them get out of your fucking way. And if you're the one going slower, get out of the way. Like it's all about you notice out mad of people ways. passing you to the right. Fucking move. Get out of like the way. you know. And look, when I say like seventy percent of the population is stuck on dumb, let me openly express that I also am fucking stupid in a lot of ways. But I barely make it into that smart thirty percent because. Because I have common sense and decency. That's okay, what that's what slides me in. My like I ain't doing rocking science sense, or man. nothing. Yeah. My mom always broke it down as like nine times out of ten when you're in a situation in your life and you're sitting there like, what in the absolute motherfucker is this idiot thinking? No logical person would do this. Nine times out of ten, that person that person's common sense level probably isn't very freaking high. They might even be real book smart. Book smart. You no know? <laughs> I know plenty of them. And book road smart rage. I, I wish that road rage was something I had better control of because I do get very upset and I I hate 
acting the way I look, and people really pull Shout me out on my, my ent- mom. element. You give me my road rage, mother. I know you do. Oh, my problems <laughs> give me my road rage. Like, uh, yeah, no, and and I just get so angry about people just being on their phones, texting, doing. That shit is dumb, bro. Ain't no text or no fucking TikTok no, or no Facebook I'm worth nobody's life. I'm not even going to lie to you. I change my song. I answer my phone call. That's it. I ain't texting nobody. I ain't Snapchatting shit. I just put on a Spotify playlist or a fucking Audible book or a podcast. Those shits last long if enough to go long anywhere. If it's a trip, a podcast is where it's at, bro. You can get lost <coughs> thinking someone's sitting there talking to you. I just pick up where I left off when I get back in the car on podcast. I'll do like a 30-minute trip and knock like, you know, it's like half of a podcast. Right. Most are... Between an hour or two, unless you're getting into too. crazy. I got to do everything in completion. I got to stop that because it really, it can be negative sometimes. Like, I'll be like, uh, I'll, you know what? I'm going to start watching Breaking Bad again. That's my, literally my favorite fucking show. And then you binge watch time. it and don't do and anything. It's like, it's like, well, I'm just going to finish the first couple episodes before I go to bed. And then it's like, well, the completionist thing to do is to try to get through that season. And then it's like, well, like, I just don't like to leave things left done in the middle. Like I'll be, I'll literally be the dude at work. That's like, if I have 52 grams and everyone's like, all right, break time. I'm not putting my shit down until that gram is at 55 or around zero. God damn it. We're not, we're not leaving. (laughs) I'm a completionist to a fault. I can only, I can't stop watching movies. I'm like, even if I watch a movie and it's trash, I cannot just take it out. I can't do it. I have to finish that trash ass movie. You have to find out why it's trash. Yeah. I'll just never watch it again. But you know, like there's definitely been some movies where I watched them like that shit was horrible. Like what the hell? You have to find out why the movie's trash you've already invested enough time into it that it if you quit it's a waste of time <laughs> that's basically how I feel. yeah like, exactly I quit and halfway through and i always I wonder start? like did it get better <laughs> yeah like if i quit halfway through why'd i even start and i'm like i said i'm that way to a fault because <laughs> another like another good example i've been playing a lot of arc evolve like i don't know if y'all play arc out there but it is like advanced minecraft that's no diss to minecraft i just never got into it like that but yeah like you literally could find yourself spending fucking three hours of time you really should you really don't have to be spending building like a small stone house if shit is fucking (laughs) killing you enough and then you're gonna look at it after three hours and be like wow I just played three hours worth of video games, and I built one small, small stone house. I do repetitive things on Warcraft. I play Risk on Warcraft all fucking day, like all day. Like I'll get like three hours in a day. I just love strategic, like little things like that. Like it sucks how addicting things like that can be. Just right. falling into other realms and universes, and right. Even like something as simple as the the NBA Two K game the other day. Like they have when you go play everybody, it's like you're playing on concrete courts at a park. And you can use your little created player. Mine looks exactly like me. It's hilarious. But me and my buddy, like, they put in this little side thing where you could go play a nine-hole Frisbee golf course in the back. And it's like when you get on 2K, the point is to grind your guy and make your guy better so that way you don't lose when you go play on those courts. Me and him sat in the back alley playing Frisbee golf. Shout out to my boy Cody for probably two hours. Like, we looked up after two (laughs) hours and was like, dude, we've played these same nine holes 37 times and have just fucking been close in score every time, and it's been so much fun. But it's like it was like the mindlessness of it at the end of it was just like... Trivial task. Yeah, we were there was no finishing that. Like, it literally, we played the same nine holes, and at the end it was like, you want to go one more? And we would both giggle our (laughs) stone... You want to play it backwards? Yeah, we would fucking giggle our stone little asses off and go run it back, like, immediately. Like, just... 
Things like that is where my completionist attitude can get me in trouble for sure. I'm going to grab that lighter from you, too. I'm going to grab that. We got, he got joints over here. We got a bong loaded. A little, a little, a cone, a little cone around yeah, me. Yeah, a little cone. Um, yeah, the, we got some, uh, what the fuck is, oh, Mac. Some Mac, my favorite strain from our dispensary. I like Indicas. I'm an Indica guy. Sativa makes me, I would have asked him about 85 different topics, none of them pertaining to him if we had smoked any Sativa on this podcast show. It's funny. I don't really notice the difference. It's weird. Uh, I got affected by coffee for the first time the other day. My homie Ben's, shout out to Ben's Rome. He got LASIK surgery the other day, and they had like a Starbucks machine in there, and it was early in the morning, and I, it was like my first time get, or like willingly getting a coffee, and it was like a... Frappuccino or something. I drank two. Wait, you of them. never had coffee? No, nah, I don't fuck with that Until shit. Until the other day? I tried it, but like in the past, and I've just never liked it. Like people are always like, oh, take a sip of this. You're going to fucking love it. It'll change your mind on coffee. And I always drink it. It tastes like fucking eating bark. Like oh, I don't wow. fuck with that shit. Like I'm a tea person. I mean, I, I love can't tea. Lie. Coffee was hard for me to. Uh the taste was hard for me to, to gather at first. Just but creamer, tastes like you're chewing on bitter-ass coffee beans. Doesn't matter how much creamer you put in there. You still got that coffee taste. I don't fuck with it. I like tea. And it's also, as I was telling you before the podcast, like the most bullshit form of caffeine there is. It's got the shortest time, the biggest crash. Like, people should be on, you know, different kavas or kratom or tea. You've been coffee? tea to me after yeah. my first podcast talking about the coffee shits, y'all. I Co- swear. Like, coffee's just a scam. To, like, it literally is a scam. Like, it's literally ridiculous. I, I don't, I don't want to spend a whole podcast talking about, like, dissing coffee, but I don't fuck with that. Like, you know, go to Star... What is See, it? Go I to Starbucks like- and order your Becky with a topping of Ashley and have a yeah. fucking good time if you want to, but I'm not falling into them $6 bullshit drinks when I can See, drink I tea like for I 10 cents. because I was a coffee hater, too, because it just makes me too jittery but when i need like when i would get dragon ass i'd use it and then it just was like it was almost like beer where you just acquire the taste that you know is shitty and it's like wow i want some coffee and like yeah i think it's the addiction side of it too for me but like you're gonna start smoking cigarettes soon now with your coffee (laughs) my cigarette habit but it's, it's funny that like it's just funny that you put it that way because i literally like started off on coffee hating it and the taste was weird to me and I was just like, I would you drink still it. hate it. I would drink you it still hate it, but then. you're awake. And then now it's just like I wake up and have coffee, and it's almost like that first sip is like, damn, that was good. No, but you still it, hate yeah, it. Like you still hate it. Effect. You hate shitting like that. You still hate the taste, like the bitter taste. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that, I mean, I can't drink black coffee. I won't yeah. lie to you. You, 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 you know, you got to put a bunch of bullshit, sugar and shit in there. Colombian taste for all the coffee. See, that's another thing. How I know you're right. Coffee tastes funny to me if it's not hazelnut, and that's the most basic white bitch. Yeah, you you should try try tea, bro. Convert to tea. It's cheaper. I it's healthier. It's healthier. South. Well, like black tea, green tea, those have like a they decent amount. Colors? I ain't never heard of the different oh, color. What, I like bro? green tea, obviously. I'll that's take you upstairs. Bro, bro, peach tea is the best. Like hot peach tea, and then you use honey. Honey instead of sugar because it's, you know, way better for you than sugar. Throw a little cinnamon in there sometimes. However, you're feeling a little ginger or something, man. Uh, I'm like, not a ginger motherfucker. See, see, however you're feeling, I though, I, 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 I fuck it. with all of it because it's good for it. you. I just, it's in small doses. Like, I've seen people literally put the little 
fucking slice ginger in their tea and stir it around. And I'm like, yo, can you breathe after you take it? That's drink? probably fire, though. See, I, I, uh, there's a lot of things that I didn't like for a while. And then when I really started becoming aware of my health, I was like, fuck it, you got to eat them. Like mushrooms, bro. I used to hate mushrooms. Now stuffed mushrooms is one of my favorite meals. Uh, it just became an acquired taste. So, eater, so good, bro. So good. I never hated mushrooms, but I've never been a picky eater, y'all. Like, I only just didn't like like black olives and like tomatoes and mushrooms. There wasn't oh, really, man. I wasn't like picky. Because I'll eat basic, any genre. No, yeah, I was gonna those. say, I was gonna say, like any any ethnicity, I'll eat any kind of food. I don't care. All that shit is fire. Too. Like you know, like I'm not picky in that sense. There's I just was a certain things that I couldn't eat before that now I'm just like fuck it. Like if there's a tomato on a sandwich and somebody gives it to me, I'm not gonna pull it off. I just See, eat this shit. And I've never understood. Like I get that you're picky and don't like food, but I've never understood a motherfucker that was like. Okay, I literally ask it the same way. Like, do you hate tomatoes to the point where if it was in there and you couldn't taste it, you would be pissed about it? And a lot of people will say, well, yes. yes. Yeah, they'll, they'll yeah. Like, I yes. don't like tomatoes, like, but I know it's food. Tomatoes yeah. to me taste like stale water. Like, if you ever left water what? on the counter for like two days, that's I what it tastes tomatoes, like to me. Bro. I literally, um, I've ate fried ones that were good. I'll slice them and put salt on them and eat them as a snack. Nah, nah. I, I've, I've eaten fried ones that were good. But see, this is, I was going to say this don't about the tomatoes, though. At, at establishments, if I go somewhere and I order no tomatoes and they give me tomatoes, I take them off and put them on the counter because you shouldn't have gave me those. Learn to do your fucking job. That's 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 correct as well. I don't like. I don't <laughs> like. like when that's not fuck even fuck up my food. Yeah, like, that's not even me being picky. It's just me saying I didn't want this and you fucking did it. That's the same as like if I ask for extra cheese and it doesn't come out with extra cheese, I'm not gonna not look at you and say where's the extra cheese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How the fuck did I clear? It says on my receipt no tomatoes, and then there's like four tomatoes on this bitch. Like no, like I'm not gonna ask for a new sandwich. I'm just gonna give you back your tomatoes by leaving them on the yeah, counter. I used I, to be a dick. I used to slap them on the window like if i got it in the drive-thru i would walk back through and just slap it on the side of the window and it'd stick there and like slowly oh, fuck, slide man. down the window and leave like tomato i'd look like that. bro i've looked people dead in the face and just slapped a tomato on the window my friend sad boy was with me and he was dying oh my god that's fucking i'm hilarious. not i'm not that reckless anymore you know i'm a little more polite but that shit you like because <laughs> this is what will happen this is what will happen. I'll be sitting in a Wendy's and I'm high as shit and I'm looking at the people there and I'm like feeling empathetic for them. I'm like, every one of these people is probably talented and deserves to be somewhere different than this fucking Wendy's. And then I right. say, I'll take a number five, no tomatoes. And then they give me the number five with tomatoes and I think, all of you fucking deserve to be here. Like literally, that's how quick my mind. Yeah, I'm like, whoever, whoever fucking did that deserves this Wendy's. The rest of y'all still cool, but the, but whoever put that tomato on the sandwich, you're you're fucking Wendy's for life. God damn it. That is hilarious. I worked fast food, and I swear to Same. you, like. Besides, like, being there, like, the first week and not knowing all the sandwiches because they have fucking charts in front of you everywhere and realizing I could just look at the chart and take my time, I never had shit sent back because it's fucking easy. They literally have charts right. and diagrams of every single sandwich right there. Like, <laughs> See, and I worked at a KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut all in one at the same time, and I still didn't fuck it up. It's not hard, man. Uh, you like, just got to try to not... I mean, like, I understand I mean, you're you working a up. trivial I'm bullshit not say job. I didn't fuck it up. I'm not going to say I didn't fuck it up. But for the most part, if I did fuck it up, I'm not confused when somebody lets me know I fucked it up. Yeah, exactly. I've never got mad if somebody was like, this is this. And I'm like, well, my bad. Here you go. Let's fix this situation. Me. If you're confused, like, if... If you fucked up and I say, hey, like, you fucked this up, and then you're confused and think I'm trying you about it and take it personal, like, no. 
I'm just telling you that two plus two is not five. Yeah, your job brother. was to make the sandwich, and I, I specifically <laughs> said I don't want it with tomatoes, and then you fucked your job up. So I'm informing you that, you know, like, what I'm supposed... Like, I hate people that are just like, no, 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 it's fine. It's okay. Like, what if I was allergic to that shit, and you just killed me? You fucking killed me, you piece of... No, you're not a piece <laughs> of shit. But you could have killed someone. Just fucking slow down and take your time. Like, Yeah, like, it's usually not that serious, but sometimes it's that serious, and you're not thinking about when it is that fucking serious. And I'm not knocking nobody working, like, a regular job, because I, I you know, like, it, as long as it's a means to an end and you don't feel like being in Burger King forever unless you want to own one of them bitches, then I totally understand it and support it. But I am saying that I do empathetically think about people a lot when I'm watching them work and then when that shit happens I do for a second I'm like you fucking deserve Wendy's like to keep it real just being honest see I empathetically think about people in that way just in general is like oh like he's and I'm not it's it's <clears throat> kind of bad but like oh he's been in the same situation for years and years and he's still kind of it seems like he's still kind of stuck like he's still kind of sad but if he's happy like then he's happy yeah, like, like but if he's thing. not happy then that sucks like yeah. or she or and like whomever or or maybe it's not as bad as i'm sitting here thinking or letting myself on to believe like some people do hate the situation they're stuck and let you know and that they're or let you know that they hate that situation that they're stuck in for 20 years but at the end of the day, like, you can't feel too bad for them because the situation's not bad enough that they'll drag their ass out of it, you know? Well, that's all right. So there's a thing. Like, when people are constantly complaining about their situation or life but doing nothing to change the situation, I can't feel empathetic because they're the thing that's stopping them from succeeding. It's like, how long can I just feel bad for you when you're not doing anything to change what's wrong? It's like, it doesn't make sense. You know, I can't have empathy for that because it's just like, right. at that point, they're just playing woe is me. Right. And because like, it's not bad enough for you to, to do anything to change it. It's like... And, and I hate it. Like, I hate, I hate it when it's someone I truly care about or truly love that I feel like is just acting that way or just is always going to be that way. Like, they don't even care. They don't even notice it or... Or whatever, but it's hard. Like, it's, it's hard like you to have deal to with. Let people live their lives. You know, they got they're gonna make their own decisions, and they're gonna be where they're gonna put themselves. I'm know? bad at that. I literally will sit for hours and obsess over my friends and how I could just fix their situation. Yep. And and really, like, I need to just be putting that energy into myself and fixing my own situations. Yep. Like, kind of like um, the whole like take your own advice type thing. There's, there's <coughs> it's hard. Of, it's hard a lot to of do. Times where like. People will be speaking on their situation that I'm in a similar situation and I'll tell them, you know, exactly what I think is my good advice and the right fix. And then I won't even listen to me needing to giving tell myself them that. that. Yeah, yeah, right. To tell myself <laughs> that advice, too. So, like, yeah, I have to take a step back a lot and just, just I, I think about people too much, though. Like the other day. I was in a conversation with my buddy Ricky at work, and this is going to be one of the most embarrassing fucking stories I tell ever, but I was, in, I was in a conversation with my buddy Ricky at work, and specifically we were talking about, like, the um, Bryant family suing the helicopter company of the, the helicopter that was flying when the death of his daughter, her daughter and her husband happened. And I was sitting there saying, like, not not even from being a rich standpoint, but I wouldn't sue like I would like if they genuinely came to me and said like this is a bad example, but like if somebody that I loved got died in a car accident and they came to me and was like, Yep, the engine failure this is an engine failure, like this is what happened. A B C we know who did it and we sincerely apologize to that. 
I genuinely wouldn't be trying to fucking sue nobody. I genuinely wouldn't, wouldn't be trying to punish anyone, get any money out of it. Like, I know that I've lost a loved one, but what me personally, I'm looking for is closure. I'm not looking for money. I'm not, I'm just looking for how to deal with it, the loss of my loved one on a day-to-day basis. So if they came to me and at least showed that they cared enough to try to help close that door, I wouldn't be suing no companies. But if they hit me, it was like, oh, I don't know, this wasn't our fault, and I clearly knew it was their fault. Yeah, I'm suing somebody's fucking See, ass. See, that's, that's where perspective comes into because so, a couple because I feel the opposite on this standpoint. So, so did Ricky. A couple of the rebuttals that I would say is if you need closure, you need time for that. Most people that work regular jobs don't have time to sit and think about their lost loved ones. When we lost my sister, my mom couldn't just not work for a month to get Facts. closure. So if you got money from a company that makes millions, potentially billions of dollars to be more stable and find closure off of that, then I I think that that is totally justifiable. Also, what I was going to say is when you said punishing a company, you're not punishing a company. You're holding them accountable for their product and the liabilities that come with it. So these companies make multi-millions of dollars. So they just literally, because of a malfunction that's part of their, if if it's because of the company, that's a flaw on them, they took away your loved one. They owe you something for that, 100%, in right. my opinion, just from right. my perspective. And, like, and it's not hurting them. Yeah, and I, I agree. Like, I see how it like, wouldn't be hurting. And another example where I kind of changed it would, would like, like I said, it's all hypothetical, which makes them all bad examples, in my opinion. But I, I gave the example of like if a, kid, if a kid took his mom's car out and he was 14 and he fucking wrecked into whoever and killed one of my loved ones. And like I said, I got the closure of he genuinely knew he fucked up and his life was going to be ruined based off what he already had done, accidentally killing somebody. And he was sorry and he explained to me like I was 14, shouldn't have had the car out, I'm so sorry, I fucked up, da 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 Me personally, I would not try to sue his family solely because I see it as... I would be acting on an act of vengeance, which I, I get is wrong probably to see it that way, but I literally would just see not it wrong. as like, That's your it's opinion. Like, it's like, why would, why would the loss of my loved one make me have so much hatred in my heart to seek out potentially ending somebody else's life? Like, what if I sued that family? I literally told my buddy Ricky, what if I sued that family and then they didn't have much money and then that dad was scared about making ends meet, so he just offed himself in two weeks? I would think about that death. A lot of people wouldn't. I would think about that and felt like I had some personal fault in it. And Ricky, so, Ricky looked me dead in the face and he said, honestly, you're one, I, I've told you this before, but now I believe it. You're one of the nicest people I've ever met and you have a super kind heart. And I had to walk out of the room because it moved me to tears. Like it was ridiculous. It's, it's an embarrassing story, but like it's just how I feel, you know? See, it's I was going to say anybody that wouldn't have, like if somebody killed themselves off of your action, if you don't think about that, then you just don't have good morals. Because I would think about it too. But this is where retrospect and perspective comes in. You don't sue the family. This is where the whole metaphor doesn't work. Because you sue the insurance company. Which, and that's what people don't and realize. this is the shit I don't know. Yeah, yeah see, this like is I, what, I, don't I was going to say, people don't realize either. this too. Like, when you get in an accident or if you get hurt in an accident, people are always like, oh, I got in a car accident. My homie was driving. I don't want to sue his insurance because it will make his quote go up. That's actually false information. Your homie's quote is going up anyway. It's irrelevant. It's going, up, it's going up because of the accident. It doesn't go up more because you got sued. It goes up because the accident happened. You're not hurting your homie financially in any way. Okay, when you sue a company, you are 100% taking from that company. But they have 
Uh, that's part of their company. That's part of right. insurance. They have a certain amount of money to put out every year towards shit like that, and they never yeah. use it all. So yeah. they're always over, you know, like that's what an insurance company is for. If you don't sue an insurance company, then everybody has insurance for no reason. <coughs> Literally, that's that's the point of having insurance. If you pay insurance on your car every month and you get in an accident where you can sue somebody's insurance and you don't, you've been paying insurance for no fucking reason. Like not to sound weird, but that's literally the yeah, the point of it existing. And like, so I, it's, I you're not suing a person. It's not even malicious towards the person. It's just that's why you pay insurance. That's literally why it exists. Right. So why would you not do that? Right. And like I said, that was just like the situation that like kind of brought it to light the other day when we were talking about it. Was was the Kobe Bryant situation? Yeah. Was a horrible situation because that's like one, it's tragic, but two, like they have more money than most people. So I so it's weird. Yeah, it, yeah, it's weird. Like I get, but I also understand. Like I've also s- heard people say, like it's something that she probably had to do. Like I'm sure a team of lawyer, her family's yeah, they're ran by lawyers and, and shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure she sat down immediately and was like, "What should we do?" And they said this. She might she not said, even okay. be doing it. Her team yeah. might just be taking action, and she trusts them exactly. and this and that. Um, <clears throat> it was just a weird example that brought it up, and like I said, that was just. The story that I had because Ricky was like, I I genuinely don't get your logic there, and it makes me think you're too nice of a fucking person. And it just I think it's just it not a good seeing. You know? I I think that yeah, you are nice of a person, but I think it's not seeing you didn't like it's not suing a person is suing insurance. I think it's not necessarily seeing how it actually would go down because I've been in this situation before where I've sued people over accidents. But this is what I was about to bring up to you because this is what happened to me. If you got in an accident with somebody, right? I got in an accident with somebody. They were driving, right. and they tried showing off their car, fucking crashed it. I hit the windshield and broke my arm. This was my manager at a job, right? He then fired me because I couldn't work with a broken arm. I had a $16,000 hospital bill. What do I do now? I obviously sued his insurance company. It didn't affect him at all. It, that's right. what the insurance exists for. <laughs> would you not sue in that situation? You would just take the $16,000 loss. You would take being unemployed, and you would take having to come up with rent yourself when you have a broken arm caused by somebody else's reckless driving? I only would because like, that's where it's weird for me because I feel like he should morally care enough about the fact that him fucking off hurt me to where he would want to help me. So him showing that he didn't want to help me in that situation would make me, <coughs> you know, see him in my opinion for his true colors and be like, okay, then fuck him. Yeah, bet. Because like, I was, was gonna say if you yeah, didn't, if you didn't, then you're a mean person to yourself. Yeah, I would. You still know, like sue. straight up that like, situation. I definitely would sue. Just yeah, because I was like, like bro, said, if you're still around to, to prove to me that like. You give less fuck. Honestly, it, it sounds terrible, but if you prove to me that you give less fucks than I think you should give, yeah, I'll probably sue you. Yeah, I mean, but it, but then again, like I said, that's the reason insurance exists. It's not terrible at all. And people lie to people and say, oh, my quote's going to go up. That's not how insurance works. Yeah, and Your quote never, goes up from the accident, not from the suing. I've like eye for eye or like malicious with my intent or it, not it may, to be. See, if you're doing it maliciously, that's wrong. But if you're yeah. doing it because... You need to do the shit. Like, accidents cause medical bills or this or that or time off work. Right. People can't just do that shit, you know? Like, you can't just... Some people can't just be out of work for three weeks. Right. So, it's like, you know, that's why the insurance exists. That's like saying... I don't I don't even know a good, like... um, It's like paying for something and not using it. Like, oh, I bought this podcast shit, but I'll just never use it. You know? Yeah, like going, going and buying... You pay a, for insurance for a reason. Going like, and buying a new video game and then just throwing it out the window. 
<laughs> just throw the new video game right out the window. Don't Whoop. even use it. So. Yeah, but no, for real, because that's why people pay insurance. You know, like right. It's just it's like I said, it's weird because sometimes I notice myself moving with like too much empathy and thinking about people too much. You know, like there, like you said, there's definitely times where I should probably be snapping out, and I just fucking don't because I just think like, what's the point? What's the use? Like. I know not everybody's at the edge where they're going to do some dumb shit after, if, I, if I snap out on them, but I definitely move acting like they are, probably. Yeah. I mean, well, with the insurance thing, I feel like it's totally different. Like, you should just know that you're not even maliciously doing anything towards a person. It's towards a multi-million dollar company who's taking yeah, yeah, advantage yeah. of people anyway. Yeah, like, and that situation was just interesting because, like, both the company and the family, they got millions and all that Yeah, that's shit different. Too. I'm talking about just, like, the average person. Like, me and Ricky talking about it the other day, we were trying to talk about, like, what we would do, and we're these... These tiny little peasant, <clears throat> peasant peasanty peons that have never been allowed to have an ego of that situation, you know? Like, we've never been put in a situation of that magnitude. So, like, we probably can't even accurately comment on it from the start, you know? Yeah, I need to hold people liable and accountable for what's going on if it's proven. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, I, I think it is, you know, they both have money or whatever, and it might be her team or this or that, but holding a company, like, liable for their product is, like, 100% in the hands of the consumer. So if people don't act out or speak up, then, you know, nothing will get fixed, like. Yeah, and it's weird to look at it this way, but, like, I guess looking at it that way, you, like, you should sue in that sense just as the same as, like, if you got a fucking faulty mic and took it back and got another one they're expected to give you another one that's you know? actually the perfect like it like i don't know if it would be metaphor or analogy probably yeah, whatever but, you call but, it but yeah either one uh <laughs> but that's like perfect like if you go and buy something from the store and it's broken do you not take them back yeah if you went and bought that mic, like, oh well he must have been having a bad day and fucked it up i was gonna so say okay. he, here's here's an example if you bought that mic and as we're talking to it, it fucking exploded in your face would you not want to sue the company for having a mic explode in your fucking face and it caused physical damage. Now you got Mike Stratton in your fucking cheeks and you look like 50 I cent. I want to cover my medical bills, man. <laughs> and you don't want, and, and what? You don't want them to cover like making you, the fact that you look like the fucking Terminator from now on? Like, Facts. Like I'm just, you know, it's just a wild ex- I gotta example. Have money like to get women after that. Yeah, There's I mean, no coming back from that. Unless you just like, you gotta got bread. Take false valor or something. You start like wearing it. You're like, yeah, this is from Nam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. It's just, it's just a, it's a weird thing to think about. Just because, like, I hate how much I think about other people sometimes. I so I genuinely do. Like there we there we times where, I don't even get any productive thinking on a situ- on a situation I'm trying to think on done because I'm too busy thinking about what the other person is thinking and how they're feeling and how they're going to react. Like I literally going into import- most important situations, I'll have how I'm pretty sure the con- the conversation is probably going to go in some sort of way played out in my head already. Oh, I always predetermine <laughs> conversations in my head and they never it's, go the way that I think for see, some like, reason. It's, it's odd. It's weird because like if they do go that way, I just it just feeds that ego that I shouldn't have, you know? Yeah. Like, I, just, I just go into conversations being like, okay, like 
Like, especially back in the day when I would be working and stuff, I would just go into a conversation knowing who my boss was, knowing what he was going to talk to me about, knowing how he wanted to me to respond, knowing how I actually wanted to respond. And then I would figure out how to intertwine the two and then present it to him in a way that he accepted it because he was so stupid to not realize what I was doing. <laughs> I've, like, got, <laughs> I've gotten very nonchalant about things, about caring about other people. I care about people that I care about too much. But when it comes to, like... People that I don't know, like I saw that accident yesterday and somebody died in it. And, and like that even touches home with me because I lost my one, my sister and one of my nephews in an accident. Right. But, but I was like, man, I don't know. Him. And just like keep driving, you know, like right. it's weird. Like I don't feel empathy for people that I don't know. But not, <laughs> but, but I'm 100% a Gemini though because things, it depends on the situation and the mood because I'll watch, um, what would you do? And certain certain shit when people are being very kind to others, I'll tear up or cry. Yeah. Or the like, not too long ago when I was doing a little bit better financially, this lady, like this mom, didn't have enough money in Walmart for all of her formula, and I paid for the rest of her shit. And she started crying, and her starting to cry made me feel emotional. And like, I've yeah. I've definitely opened up with my emotions more since I started tripping and stuff, and I feel more comfortable crying. I don't feel weak or like right. I'm not a man because I'm I crying. I think that's the thing that comes with that side of things too, for sure. Yeah, and it just like, but I, but I am like, there's certain things I'm just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Like I see people asking for money or this or that on the side of the oh, road, yeah, no fucks facts. given. I'm like, None. whatever, bro. Like, I literally weird. do not. Care. I'm like, it's yeah, weird. whatever. Yeah, All right, bro. Weird. Yeah. It's weird that you can pick and choose empathy like that. Like you just basically. Made I don't me think I pick it. It, like, it just like, happens. Like I, like I said, yeah, like, like you just kind of made me realize that, like, it just. Like you said, kind of happens, but every now and then I decide where to put my empathy. Like, why don't I feel bad for the guy begging for money on the street whose situation probably was kind of shitty? I'm not saying they always are. (laughs) Why do I not feel bad for him, but I feel bad? You know, I literally, this is no bullshit. I have so much empathy. I could sit in a room of strangers at a funeral for a stranger, all of them grieving about that stranger, and I'll fucking cry like that's I know. Savannah, I'll, bro. Savannah will that ass like ball. I know the motherfucker, dude. If I, I if I was God, off I something, I would like. All right, so if I was off like you know LSD or yeah, mushrooms, and yeah. I saw you crying, I yeah. would cry as well. Exactly. Like I feel that emotion. Like bro, I just recently did. I took some LSD and watched all the Lord of the Rings back to back. Um and I cried when Gandalf like died. A good time. Yeah, I, I talked like a hobbit the whole day and I ate hobbit cakes. I made like strawberry shortcakes <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> but for real, funny. I had like a hobbit ass day. But I I literally cried when Gandalf died and then in the middle of crying, I was like, "Hold up. This motherfucker ain't dead. He comes back in the next movie." Like I know this already. Like what's wrong with me? I'm like, going to make you fucking hate me, but I love that whole fucking story because Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite fucking series, but I've only seen each of them one time just because I haven't taken the time. And when I saw them, I was really young and really into it. And like, had to get you over here and, like, and sit thought, in the garage and watch yeah, all three with me. I need to watch me. it with an adult perspective. Come, like, come watch it with me. I'll do on. it again. We could do we could do one weekend The Hobbit and then one weekend The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and then like the other thing is That's like I, it's weird. It's weird because I wasn't even I wasn't even interested in. Like, Harry Potter was not fucking cool to me. Or just any any of the, like, anime or any of the interesting imaginative shit growing up, I wasn't interested in because I feel like I clung to sports stories or, like, hero stories. It happens to be, like, one or the other. It's, like, the left or right side of the brain, I swear. Yeah, I was a sports and heroes guy. That's the right side of the brain. I'm straight fantasy. I love 
The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, fucking Chronicles of Narnia, all that shit, fucking and let's that's why go. Lord of the Rings, that's anime, why Lord of the, all that. Lord of the Rings hit me nice because I like I had never watched something that was completely like fantasy by, by most people's standards, completely and <laughs> utter, utterly fantasy. Never happened in a million fucking years. I've never watched something like that and been like, man, dude, that's my shit. And then the other one that I really liked was Chronicles of Narnia. You just said that. That was that was a good Super one good. I fucking See, loved that. I feel the same. Up. I've never watched a sport besides fighting that I was like, this is awesome. I've literally never that's watched crazy. a football that's game and been like, yes, for most, yes, most yes. I've never watched a basketball game and been like, yes, yes. I, I used to play sports, and that was fun. I really enjoyed playing sports. Never yeah. liked watching them. Never liked playing video sports, video games, except for like what we were saying, like NFL Street, because that yeah, shit was like wild. One, and, the street ones are just dope. I'd rather just go play horse. Let's just go outside and actually do the shit. Like, yeah. like the reason I play video games is because I can't be someone in a tribe beating up dinosaurs and shit. You know, like I have to play a video game to get right. that. You like, you know, be in if the I revolutionary war. Yeah, but we can play <laughs> basketball. Yeah. So it's like I never understood that shit personally. It's right. like, and people would be like fighting over two K, like throwing hands, and I'm like, but neither of you could shoot a three right now. Shout out to all my friends. We never. Ever fought through hands nothing over two k. Y'all are and lucky. I, he told me that sto- some stories of people throwing <laughs> hands, and I it made me proud of us not throwing hands because there's been some intense moments, y'all. But we ain't never fucking let it come to fists. Good lord. <laughs> but no, nah, I was like sports affiliated heavy. Like when I was a kid, I really took a liking to him. I picked a favorite team in every single professional sport and a favorite college other than Arkansas, where I was from, in every single sport. And then since then, like, I definitely prioritize, like, I'll, I'll agree with you on football. Unless it's one of the more important games, I can't sit down and watch football play for play and be like, yes, yes. Shit is boring. Mm. Bring like, back gladiators. The fa- like, the fact that there's <laughs> fucking 35, 40 seconds of downtime in between each play just kills me to begin with. But I'm, I would be, and baseball is kind of the same. It's just too slow paced for me. But I would be a lying motherfucker if I told you that I didn't watch basketball. I could watch hockey. Uh, Hockey's like, all right because it's like it's like intense, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like fighting. I can fucking like. Mm, nah, yes, I don't care about basketball. That shit's boring. Oh fucking dude! No you, offense. <laughs> no offense. That shit doesn't like, doesn't do anything to come for me. To my house, if any of my teams are in a very important game that I fuck with in basketball, just come to my house and sit and watch me watch that game, and you will literally you'll try to talk me out of being a basketball fan because of how it is for my health. I like, think it's weird when people are, like, crying over it or breaking their TVs. I'm like, dude, these people it. wouldn't stop I to help it. you change your tire. Like, why are you crying? Because they did. Like, it's it. weird. It's it's Some fucking weird to well, me. See, that's me. The guys I like, I feel like, would change my tire if I genuinely needed to. But they he probably wouldn't, wouldn't give because a fuck. they're fucking loaded and rich. Yeah, he would not stop, bro. He's like, fuck that shit. Somebody Dirk else would stop. stop. I know anybody that's a basketball fan agrees with me. Dirk would stop. I'm saying no, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, him, so. no, I'm but no, I've just always been like, like I said, a big sports fans. But as I've gotten old, it's weird because when I was younger and into sports, I didn't like fighting because it was almost a little bit like too much for me, just a little bit too much anxiety. But then as I've gotten older, I'd fuck with UFC a lot just because I love that, that shit. Like, I wish like, we had gladiators. I really mean they're that. They're the like, closest thing. I've said it on, I know I've said that on a podcast before. Yeah, for sure. I, I've said it in life. Thing we yeah. have to fucking like getting in a fucking cage with a lion or another human with armor and spears and so shit fire. and going at it. Like that's that's the closest <clears throat> thing you have to just pure fucking just will to fucking outdo the, the competition 
as glad like they're just gladiators. It's crazy. It's funny because I'll go to Super Bowl parties just to eat people's food and then go to sleep on their couch. And Give zero yes, fucks about the and, game and at what, all. Dude, I'm like, I'm gonna eat all of your dope ass Super one of those Bowl food. And watch everybody care next time. Watch everybody's like way of caring and how they react. It's so. I funny. love cheering for the opposite team of the party because I'm not invested at all. Yeah. Like I, I, I dated, I'm like, woo, fucking, you guys suck, Cowboys uh, going down, <laughs> and they're like, bah. like I, I dated this girl one time that did really fuck with sports to where she knew much was going on the TV wasn't invested and like she she was still intelligent enough to not be a fucking bitch about it when we're all like she gets why we care and shit but she would always say after like we'd go to the Super Bowl party or I would watch my team losing the championship and be a you know an emo- an emotional roller coaster for 2 hours over the course of a game and then end in tears or triumph she would like understand it but at the end she would always look at me and be like like I don't know why y'all do that to yourself. Like watching you guys from a th- from the other person outside it, perspective. You yeah. look psycho. She's like, you guys all look psycho. Like you're all around a TV going fucking go 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 go, and you're not on anything. Like, she she's smarter than me because I flat out don't understand. I do not so get funny. the emotional investment in people and things that have nothing to do with me. I'm a I can't do mother. it. You're probably competitive too in your own ways. But board I'm, games, video games. I'm you know, even too. if we were to play sports, I. I'd like to I'm competitive with that but that's not you being competitive that's other people being competitive and you giving a fuck it's weird true that is a weird little like it is weird like, to if be you were playing this sport and you were like yes 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 you know yeah. that's you're in there doing yeah, it like that is weird to be like looking at someone and being like my team beat your team more than more times this year motherfucker like that shit is odd to me like, that's the part that did, I don't get I get I do it I get, pe- I get I get people loving sports and playing sports. I don't get people loving watching other people play sports. It's weird. Oh, man. It's one of the most fun times of my life. I swear to God, dude. I mean, and I'm never going to knock it. Like, it's dope. I'm glad that you find joy and happiness in that. But oh, I personally fuck. just Sometimes do I not get it. Sometimes I find defeat and bitter depression in it, too. Trust me. See, like, yeah, getting sad, it doesn't affect your life at no. all. Depression's you'll never, a big word. you'll never, what's your favorite team? What's your favorite fucking basketball team? Oh, me, the Dallas Mavericks. All right, the Dallas Mavericks win every game for the rest of your life. It'll never improve your life. You'll I, never get a raise on your check. You'll what? never get a nicer car. You'll never, you know, so it's like crying no. over it or getting upset doesn't Falsehoods. make sense. Falsehoods. Falsehoods. <laughs> I, believe the, I believe the Dallas Mavericks will have a. a They'll give you a check. You're going to get the sponsor. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Mark. Mark Cuban owns the Dallas Mavericks. Dude. Oh, for He's real? That's fire. He's going to hook it up, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. but just for them winning, they're not going to, you no, know, they're no. not fucking I, I Oprah. Then You'll never go to the stadium and there's a goddamn free luxury spa ticket under every seat there. They're dude, not Oprah I, Winfrey. I fucking like, I'm capable of taking myself out of my own brain and looking at things from a stupid realistic logical standpoint and i feel i i'll attribute partially some of that to mushrooms because that happens a lot when i mushroom trip i'm too (coughs) too realistic for my own good but yeah i could definitely see where somebody it would say exactly what you're saying like why do you let it make you feel on the inside like that like why would you let it actually adjust your feelings on the inside because we don't have any control over the outcome and because you're on alcohol everybody's drinking on alcohol i sound like fucking okay drugs are bad okay on alcohol Uh, um, but not because people drinking alcohol get all invested in that shit and then fucking got a peacock out and show that they're the biggest man I mean, I peacock. I I 
I can't lie. I smoke fucking 18 bowls and not be calm throughout the course of a game by myself in my home. I just, <laughs> when it's basketball, dude, if it's, it, it didn't even have to be an important game. If it's my team and it's close game back and forth, I shit you not. You would think I was a fucking psychopath. You, I, cause That's I'm, hilarious. I'm, I'm like in my seat. Mm, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Like I talk to these guys like they're my brothers. Like the Like if the dude's name is like he's known for being by his last name. Like Damian Lillard, most people say Lillard. I'll look at my TV and say, what the fuck is wrong with you, Damian? That was a dumb play. What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> like it's, it's the craziest fucking thing. But at the same time, like he hits a step back three to win the game. And I'm like, dude, that's my, that's my boy. I knew he had it the whole time. That's my fucking dude. See, like, that's no, weird. That's no, your friend? You don't no, fucking don't. know him. I didn't know he had it. I, that's not my boy. I don't know his mentality. Yeah, that's, that shit is weird <laughs> to me. People really feel connect like they're friends with these people yeah, like I do you that. see him at the grocery store that. you try to high five him he's like fuck off weirdo like <laughs> i do that i'm literally like i'm that guy on the couch just like fucking dirk did that one for me he did it for me guys he knew i We're was watching he knew friends. i asked for it i asked for it and it happened you saw it <laughs> it's, it's crazy it's crazy like i don't know i've i i invest a lot in sports particularly basketball but i did grow up invested and playing the shit so i get i get the camaraderie of like of even like as a fan like i said even fans feel like the fucking players would come come fucking help them out if they needed it and they probably wouldn't but it's just a weird sense of camaraderie that's like almost not there yeah it's weird <laughs> but i feel like that could come with like a- anything that like people try to do that brings a little clout or a little fame like like specifically you were speaking earlier on that village like things like that are would be easy for people that have a large following like a fucking nba basketball team being a bad example like they could fucking they could start a fucking village wholeheartedly because they got thousands of people but it would be fake like you said it's like you've never actually developed relationships with any of these people so how how do you plan on going about like explain the concept of the village and how you plan on going about making that more than just a like a surface level fakeness like a lot of shit around here. I mean, really, like the whole idea of it is just that, like what I was saying earlier, when people don't get the chance to be humans anymore, it's like, um, I just want to unplug as many people from the matrix, you know, quote unquote, like matrix, yeah, as like I not, can. Like yeah. I, I just feel that. I can save people from living these fucking mundane ass lives where they're just like slaving away at things that they don't necessarily care about. Like if everybody was working together for something, it's easier. Like, you know, not making rent one month may be understandable if things happen. But if your job's carrots and my job's corn and the fucking carrots don't grow, we know that you slacked off. Like it's like. Right, right. Or if, for instance, I was a mechanic and you're a dentist, you don't have to clock in as a dentist every day. But if my tooth breaks, fix it. If your yeah. car breaks, I'll fix it. You're you know, you don't have to, to do your job. Yeah, you can still have a trade or whatever. But it, it's just like, and for me, it's just I see so many people in my following specifically who are like lost or maybe don't necessarily fit in with the the social stigmas and standards of normal society and i feel that i could save them from that because you shouldn't feel like a fucking weirdo or an asshole just because you don't fit in with the norm you should still be accepted and loved and i have room for all of that i have love for everybody you could walk around dressed up like fucking inuyasha all day and i would love you for it like i don't care like i would too and i don't even know who inuyasha is guys Damn, I really don't. Crazy. I mean, I've heard it, but I don't. Uh-huh. I, 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 I don't. 
he's awesome. That's all you need to know. <laughs> but no, for real, like, and then the thing with the village, it's just like financial backing. That shit is hard. If I could just find one investor, one person who's got money, who believes in what I believe in, and to push it, I could save hundreds, potentially thousands of lives. Like, And I don't mean save people, maybe save people from killing themselves or something like that, but I don't necessarily mean literally save like from dying, but I just mean I can save like people's mentality and the, the general way that they're living. Like, Yeah, you, you, can, you can save people from letting themselves go in a sense. Or just being stuck and stagnant in just, you know, working a fucking minimum wage, typical ass job forever when you could just be spending your time with good people yeah, growing food like, and shit like that. Like, why do what I've always thought this, like, why do what everybody else is doing? And if you can collect uh, a group of people together that that kind of have that same mentality of like, why do we necessarily have to do what the whole rest of the world is doing if we can all live on our own and have all the things we need here. It's, it's, it's kind of like you said, it's, it's a weird concept to think about, but if, if you have enough dentists to make things thrive every time somebody's tooth breaks, because they're nice enough to care about everybody that has a broken tooth, you might only need three or four dentists in a whole fucking community. And they might have you to might work. only need they one, might, and they only have to work once a fucking that, week. That's what you I was know? gonna say. They might, over the course of the year, every time somebody breaks a tooth, they might only have to work three weeks out of the year. Yeah, and how it's just a better way. It's just, be? just a better way to live. I've just yeah. found a better. And I instead, just, we've crammed everybody like, like you said, it's all those money. eight hour slots. That yep. dentist goes to an eight hour slot and sees people every day, all day, every day, all day. And it takes away that formation of the personal relationship. She's not fixing you because you have a broken tooth. She's fixing you because she gets paid by the system she's in to fix people's teeth. Exactly. And in that, in that village, that village mindset you have, it it seems like it could be, you know, more of that mentality of I'm fixing symbiotic. It's it's more symbiotic. We, we both gain from it. And I just think that I found a better way to live life. And now the, the real goal is figuring out how to get to that better way, you know? Because um, it's all money. I just I just need land and tiny homes or mobile homes or whatever. The fuck. Yeah. I'll live in campers. I don't care. Just free me from this fucking ant colony that I don't feel comfortable in to begin with. Yeah, I don't... Like, I've never felt like comfortable feeling like I was following the norm, going through the system, you know, just... Like I've always tried to shy away from that that type of feeling that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I don't fucking like that. I don't. I want to do what Chase wants to do. You know, exactly. sometimes that's what I'm supposed to do. That's like, what you're supposed to do is what Chase wants to do as long as you're not infringing on anybody else. If you're not negatively hurting anybody else, then whatever you're doing is fine. Yeah, and people want to say like, well, that negatively infringing on people is a very skewed line that we need to figure out right now and debate on all these topics. It's really not. It really shouldn't be that skewed if everybody, like you said, in, in that like village scenario, it really probably wouldn't be skewed on if somebody did the right thing or the wrong thing too fucking often. I'm not religious, but everybody has felt convictions in their life, and if you do something to somebody and you feel bad about it, it was fucking wrong. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You could do the, by the society standard, right thing to a person, and if you felt wrong by it, you did the wrong thing. Exactly, That's exactly. It's all about Some, convictions. Ev- people don't have that opinion, though. Not everybody has that opinion. Well, just, because people would be like, well, if somebody rapes somebody and doesn't feel convicted about it, well, they're a psychopath and they don't count. Yeah. There's like, some chemical imbalance in their brain that doesn't have them function like a normal human being. Yeah, but if you're like... They're the shade of gray. If you're, if you're a normal motherfucker, 
just you know if you're I mean this sounds horrible. if I steal your weed and help you look for it while it's in my pocket I know it's wrong and I feel bad about it I shouldn't have fucking did it yeah like, even or even that or like my thing that's a weird one that I also I constantly get told like it's not a big deal every time I tell somebody this they're like it does not matter to me I will not no matter I will fucking starve myself to death I will not eat the last of anyone's anything not the last one. That Never. is because that's rude as shit. And because people that will eat the last of people's things, two things. One, have never worked for anything or have never been punched in their shit over a Hot Pocket or something like that. But that's like, not always true. I'm just saying I won't fucking do it. Like, no, you, because I feel bad. It feels wrong. It's not necessarily wrong. By it is wrong. It's 100% wrong. No, no by anybody's laws. It no, it's wrong. <laughs> it is fucking wrong. You don't do that. Does it really matter if, yes. if, if because they come home. the last Pop-Tart? Or yes, because you come home and you're like I have one pop tart left and I want to eat it. Then you open the cabinet, no pop tart. What do you have to do? Fucking hate the fact that what it's if not they there. Genuinely, like, okay, what if the scenario plays out that you ate the last one and then they forgot that they even had like that last one? Sat then there it never for- gets brought up and it never happened. Do you like? Okay. Does a tree really fall in the forest if you don't see it? No. Yes. <laughs> see, my thing is, but if nobody acknowledges it, then it, it doesn't matter. It's so in in uh, irrelevant, and you know. Here's another way to look at it: if your roommate's pop tart sits there last one for six months and he doesn't touch it, do you ask him before you eat it? Um, you all right? So this is a tricky I thing. I straight up don't eat that bitch. I'm so, not asking. I'm not eating it. It'll rot. If, to death. No, if something is about to expire, you eat the shit. One time, I had a roommate come here. Bought a bunch of groceries, went out of town for three weeks. Shit was about to start getting moldy in the fridge. So do I just leave it moldy in the fridge in that instance until he gets back to prove that I didn't eat it? Because if you throw it away, he's just going to think you ate it anyway. So I fucking eat the shit. Why just let it get moldy? That's being rude. Then he wasted his money. Why ask? He said he wasn't coming back for three weeks. What do I got to ask him? Did you change your flight? That's what I'm saying. I definitely do you not realize I, how fucking turkey works. I just can't. The do shit goes it. bad. I like, can't do it, dude. Whether it be the last M M&M in the package or the last motherfucking whole goddamn meal in the fridge that I know you. Yeah, but cook. if it's not going bad, then that's different. Like if it's something that's not going to go bad, don't eat the shit. Yeah. But if it's about to go bad, you're just letting him waste his money if you don't eat it. I then you're not. You're like, being. You're there's being been, rude. There's been so many. times. That's rude. You can't let him waste the food. You're being rude. Yeah, there's been so many times where it was like, hey, bro. I was going to eat your last Pop-Tart, but I didn't do that because I don't do that shit, but I noticed you ain't ate it, so what's up? And they're like, bro, I wouldn't even notice. You should have yeah, ate it a month you, ago. Asking and I'm like, but fine. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just you know. ask. Or like if somebody's not there, it's about to go bad, just send them a picture of the expiration date if you're really that self-conscious about it and be like, look, it expires in two days. I'm going to eat the shit. And, they, <laughs> and nobody's going to say... I'm going to be home in seven days, but that inspire, expires in two days, and you can't fucking have it. I'm like, nobody's going to say, <laughs> let that shit form an ecosystem in the fridge. Like, you know? <laughs> That's like, and it's just like, I, it's like you said, I would never eat the last of anybody's shit because I know that I might not even say anything, but if I was looking forward to that last Pop-Tart in the fucking cabinet it's and an upsetting I got moment and it was gone and i look at i'm not even kidding you i'm this petty and then i go look in the trash and see that that empty box of pop tarts is in the trash and somebody had it for breakfast i'm you know i might not eat i might not eat the snack i wanted to eat i might not substitute anything <laughs> else i really might not <laughs> that's funny no yeah see but see i feel the same way about eating people's shit but like i said expiration dates Null and void any treaties and alliances towards your food. You learned it here on Awkwardly Tall. Expiration dates, null and void any... Any Any peace alliances with food. Any good moral, any good conscience... 
Go go against it with the expiration date running it, out, y'all. Eat that shit. In my mind, you have you're not a good person if you don't eat it because <laughs> then your moral you're just you're, it's your moral obligation to eat something before it goes bad, or else you're just fucking wasted it like an entitled piece of shit. <laughs> you got to think about it like that. Perspective is a hell of a thing, you know. I think about it like that with my food. That's the weird thing. Everybody else can waste their food. All got like I'll let my guy. No. Like I said, my roommate's fucking whatever the fuck that I know that he really liked and just left in the fridge. I'm not eating it because it's going bad. And then when he looks at it, it's like, damn, I forgot about my moldy my thingy, and now it's moldy. I'm gonna be like, well, fucking sucks to be you, but I'm not gonna wish I ate it. See, I need to pay attention more because my roommate all the time he'll be like, Ben's will be like. Damn, man, that steak and shrimp went bad the other day, and I fucking should have told you to eat it. And I need to just start checking and be like, yo, you going to eat this shit? Because then either he'll be like, oh, shit, I should eat it, which stops it from getting wasted, or I get a delicious snack, you know? Yeah, and see, like, I've just... If it's if it's not, like, it's weird. My roommate could fucking uh, cook two meals for each of us and fucking have extra, and then if that extra's in the fridge, I'm going to fucking feel like I need to ask before I eat that shit. Yeah, I mean that's so just common courtesy weird. though. That's so polite. Weird. I still ask to use people's restrooms when yeah, I'm at it's their so house. Weird. Like, and I'm like, I'm not even necessarily a fucking roommate guy. Like most of the time, I fucking lived on my own. I haven't had roommates. But that being said, like, I feel like it just makes me an easier person to live with. It makes fucking like I've had roommates that have been the absolute opposite, and it makes them horrible fucking people to live with. But. That's just all like a moral standard thing. Like I said, it might be silly to care about who's eating the last fucking thing until it fucking happens. And then it's like, yo, what the fuck? Who ate my goddamn Pop-Tart? You know? And then it's not silly anymore because <laughs> somebody cared about their fucking Pop-Tart. Yeah, no, that's it's just rude if you don't, like, if there's no expiration date entails and you don't ask, it's fucked up. You don't, don't do it. Yeah, but that's, it's it's interesting concept that, like, I guess to me, not to probably everybody listening, but it's it's an interesting concept to me that, like, you have developed a faith in enough amount of people to think that some shit like that could be possible. Like that village thing you're talking about, like that, that, like if that's successfully pulled off, that's a fucking actually beautiful thing where, where people are going to be chilling, you know, people are going to be happy and they're going to have the things they want to have. But I think if I had the property and shit, I could get, you know, like, like it may not seem like a big number, but 30 people there the first month. Like, I don't, I don't think like I like, I genuinely I haven't de- developed enough faith in in other people to to think that shit would be possible. Like like it's it, it's a crazy concept to me. Like I have faith in you and I have faith in a handful of other people that I know that we could pull it off. But as far as like expanding it to just be a thing like it's not necessarily you know it's not obvious. I'm gonna make it the social norm like yeah, literally like, I'm gonna bring villages back like, like that's so crazy to think about like and and I've I've always been a firm believer like if you truly believe and people get it fucked up a lot what I mean by this if you truly believe something's gonna happen it's gonna fucking happen like, and, and, and you're the only one that has to believe that shit. I'm literally obsessed with it. Like, if anything, like, rapping and painting and all that stuff is just stepping stones to the village. Like, that's my true life legacy. What See, I leave behind I will that. be the village. Like, when I'm in the shower for 40 minutes, I'm thinking about, how the fuck am I going to get this property? Like, and it's hard to do it by... I'm just a dude raising a kid trying to make a village, man. This shit is rough. Yeah, like, trying to figure out how like, to own some property and... And have a village and keep your shit together. It man. used to just be like, all right, you choose this area, you build here. If people come, 
You figure out how to squash that beef or you deal with it. You didn't have to work for 10 years to yeah. save up 80 grand to buy 10 acres and a fucking this and that. Like Yeah, and then everybody knew, like back in the day for sure, back in especially fucking in um medieval times and shit, everybody knew back in the day, hey, you need this, you go to him. You need this, you go to him. It wasn't it wasn't these eight hour time slots of somebody builds swords for eight hours so that way everybody that needs a sword has a sword. It was like, hey, you need a sword, you go fucking talk to Tim the blacksmith about the goddamn sword that you need. And it, it could be it could be very like sustainable that way. It's the just, government tries to stop it too. If you look at simple things like septic tanks, how they'll be like, Oh, on your property you're only allowed to have one septic tank. Why? What if I want my whole fucking family to live on my property? I can't do that. Yeah. I have to subsidize it into four fucking lots to get everybody to live here and pay more on too. taxes and pay more on taxes. It's crazy. We're, we're literally the United States. All the states united together to make a country. That's why everything isn't like Texas should be a country. All this. We're the United States. We got away from the kings and queens to get away from taxes. And then those people just fucking implemented their own taxes and fucked everybody. It's like... Yep. Exactly. And it's like, it's, it's weird because I've always, like, like I said, I've always tried to go against the norm or just used it to my advantage and then just dipped out on it. But like, it's just, it's, it's hard to sit back and realize that so many people are, are stuck in just this, like this gear in a fucking cog machine, just like turning the same way until the entire fucking machine shits on you at the end and doesn't like, once the machine goes down, you don't have a purpose to fucking turn anymore. I hate to break it to you, so... I'm going to free everybody from that. I'm literally freeing people from the Matrix with yeah. this village. And That's like, the goal. The main thing is, like, doing what you want to do. Like, nobody's in, nobody's entitled. Nobody nobody feels, like, obligated to do things or or fill those time slots or those social slots or, or anything like that. Everybody yeah. is doing what the fuck they want to do. I know it sounds stupid, but when I sit and think about spending the rest of my life with like 30 good people who all care about each other, make, playing instruments and singing and playing board games, I could get emotional about this shit because it sounds like the way people are supposed to live their lives. Like spending time with other people, staying alive. Working doesn't even have to be a thing. Just plant seeds and shit. Like, this money shit is fucking ridiculous. It literally is stopping us from being people. Like I've always said that if I could take one thing off the world right now, it would be currency. The, 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 the money, whether that be money, anything that has ever put forth any, this is overvalue of that. If we didn't have any form of currency, the world would be such a fucking i don't even know how much different it would be does bartering and trading count as currency because i feel like that is a very good form of currency because if i could if i could wish anything like to substitute i would just substitute currency with bartering and trading again like oh you do this and i'll give you six eggs every week for four weeks for my chickens or this or that so it's not anybody hurting but the one thing I would get rid of, and a lot of people hate me for this, but I would get rid of a religion, like straight like that. Religion is bad. I don't fuck with it. Like religion has more death tolls than anything else on the planet. It I just, just can't personally get down with it's that. It's that like, weird divider that nobody wants to touch. Like, like oh, I'll speak about it all day. Like what, I don't that's care. That's what I'm saying. It's like I mean I'll speak on it too. But like the it's it's that weird divider that like everybody feels like if you are against it and speak out openly against it that you're the bad guy just because 
Like, like all of it, all of it is possible to these people. So who are you to shit on that? For this, them? this is the thing. I'll put it just like this: If you find happiness in something, I'm not going to knock you for it. But if exactly. you look me bold face in the face and say, "I've read the Bible and everything in there is good," no, the Bible is filled with horrendous acts of humans violating other humans over belief. And for you to just say that everything that comes, not you, but for anybody to just say yeah, yeah. anything that comes with religion is all good is a damn bold-faced lie. You ha- if you're going to follow a religion, you have to be real about it and acknowledge the fact that Christians murdered and pillaged and plundered people for thousands of years. Same with Islam and this and that yeah. and more war and deaths and family Problems have happened over religion than anything else on the planet. Religion has killed more people than the fucking Spanish flu, than AIDS. So if you're going to look at me and not acknowledge that part of it, then I just can't even speak to you about yeah, it. You, you have, have to be honest. Yeah, you can't have the con- you can't have the conversation without realizing all the fucking facts of the matter first. Is- you can't just believe in something and only acknowledge the parts that you like about it. Yeah, the only good shit. It's that like that's weird. And that's the thing. That's that delusion. I have, like, I am wholeheartedly cool with whatever faith you choose if it's not a blind faith. If I can look at you and be like, hey, this is what I question and it genuinely has some, some, some backing behind what I'm questioning and you look at me back and be like, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from for that and, and I honestly can't explain it. I'm not even sure I believe in that part of it. Then I'm gonna have a lot better conversation with you than than somebody that's just like, well, I don't know, I can't explain today. There's just Follow the, the Lord. It's the miracle of Jesus Christ is what it <laughs> yeah. was. It was just the miracle there's of no, Jesus Christ himself. There's no depth to that person, and that's what it is. And that's, All what right. I'm, that's what I that's what I can't get past because I've always I'm always trying to dig the dirt and under un not necessarily uncover the truth, but uncover the most honest portion of whatever I'm looking at in front of me. So the fact that some people can literally just, you're like, well, you literally could ask some, we're just going to say Christians because it's very common in the United States of America. You literally could ask some Christians right now why they're Christians and their only answer they're going to have, well, mom was Christian, daddy was Christian, and you got to be Christian to go hang out with Jesus Christ. And <laughs> they don't even know life. shit besides they, just going to church yeah, on Sunday. They, like, be passionate about what you're like. If you're a fucking passionate Christian and can fucking lay down the Bible in front of me and speak logically on everything with me and answer my questions and, and all that stuff, I'm going to give you a lot more credibility for you believing in what you believe in than somebody that's just like, well, I'm just believing it because if I don't, I'm going straight to hell. Yeah. All right. So here's a couple things. Do you think pastors would still be pastors if they got minimum wage? Their job's not... It's not demanding. It's not physically demanding and stuff. You're talking to people that you, you care about. Speeches. Do you speeches. We're doing that right the fuck now. Yeah. For do free. you think that pastors freestyle? Do you think that pastors would still be pastors if they didn't get ten percent tied of everybody dumb enough to give it to them? Not ninety percent of them. No, exactly. Maybe, maybe there's some good pastors. Maybe a good clutch ten percent would still do it good at minimum people, wage, people, but most yeah. of them are living in better houses than the people that they're preaching to. Because ten percent of everybody in the fucking church equals like three hundred percent or some dumb shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's literally ridiculous. Like, all right, so here's a scenario: two people walk up to you. One says, "I want you to believe in yourself and ask all of the questions." Okay. Yeah. Then another one walks up to you and says, I want you to believe in me and only me and ask none of the questions. Who sounds shady in that situation? Yeah, obviously, second guy, ladder motherfucker. Which is literally the way that Christian. Don't think outside the box. Don't explore your mind. Don't think about aliens. Don't think about this. 
Only believe in me. Ask no questions. Don't question anything. Follow this guided path. And people always say the devil, Lucifer, the morning star, who was fucking... Uh, given the worst punishment out of anybody in the history of Bible for giving humans free will, might I add, is the devil when he's the one that says, believe in yourself. Power comes from you. Ask all of the questions. People really misinterpret things. How many times do you hear about people being sexually molested at an atheist or satanic church? I literally was scrolling through Instagram the other day, and one of the sponsored ads was, if you or someone you have no has been sexually molested at a Colorado church, contact this number. Yeah. It's crazy. And, 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 I, mean, I mean, along with that, it's literally the stigma that pastors are molesting. Like, I know Which is ever... crazy that people still fit into the, like, social... They're like, let me just fit this cliche of touching kids. Yeah, like, and, like, I also heard... Oh, fuck, I don't want to say this comedian. It was some comedian's podcast. I listened to a lot of them, so I forget. But he literally spoke on it as, like... It's funny. You would think that the second one of the one of the high ranking pastors gets in question for child molestation, they would try to ruin his life and ichname from the system, like the government would do. But they just what move them. What do they, they do? They move them to a new state and they, fucking give them a new he job. Said that, but they move them higher. Yeah, Fuck. they move them higher up. Better. Here's place, some better rank. Situation. Here's yeah. some rank. It's like a gang. It, all that stuff is culty. Like I don't care who you are. If you take some acid and you go in like a Catholic church, you're that's not. A you're, lot of the religions. You're, you're too. not getting cool vibes. If you take tabs and go sit in a Catholic church, you're getting weird, creepy vibes. I feel per- <laughs> like yo for real. That never. shit is odd. Like, oh man, um, I would love to just sit at my house. I don't like to. It's. It's hard to get me to leave the creepy. house when I'm that way. No, that shit is creepy, though. Oh, man. And the, Church? And the, the fact that the only difference between fucking a religion and a cult is just that the creator of a religion is deceased and the creator of a cult is still alive, is it shows a lot. Yeah, so, so great. something that I say all the time, too, is that I personally, and this is a little far-fetched, this is how you know I'm a little crazy or whatever, I personally feel that over thousands of years, magic has been replaced with science. So I feel that we things were more magical and spiritual and we were more in touch with the planet and shit way back in the day before all this science. And I feel that religion started off of people dealing with uh, like probably interdimensional beings that you speak to on DMT or some form of psychedelic and then evolved from there. They're all entities. And all of these entities are not what they're supposed to be. Like, I honestly do feel that a lot that a high percentage of Christians in power high up are evil people and it's an evil organization tied in with bad vibes and entities to herd the mass and take advantage of good people to get power and money and it's it's like i said i think it, it it's just there to help with that narrative of don't do what you want to do. Do this systematic thing. Stay in the systematic process of the th- the same thing that everybody's supposed to be doing around It's fear-mongering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do this or you go to hell. Yeah, you have to live like this or you go to hell. Yeah. And it gives people um, faith about death because everybody's scared of death. If they say they're not, they're a liar. I'm scared of death because it's the unknown. So it tries to give people... Um, reasoning an example to the unknown to put them at ease so people don't just like fucking freak out, freak out which is just like trying to keep people simple minded instead of just thinking you know I don't know what happens at death Letting so I'm pretty sure it's a new it experience yeah. like yeah that's the problem is like let people try to figure it out I've I've never like I've never tried to guide anybody myself like every time I say something I'm like you know take it with a grain of salt or this is what I would do or whatever the case but like yeah, I just have never liked the fact that it's always like, 
do this or this happens. Like a really, a really good example. I hate to keep harping on Christianity because I feel like multiple religions, a lot of them are this way, but I just know the most about Christianity. Christianity was how I was raised and all that. I was raised around it. Small farm, rural community. Everybody was a Christian. So there's that stigma too of it is like, if you're not a Christian, you're already an outlier. And that's already like, like, it's not a bad reason to have faith, but it's not a good one. You know, it could start something beautiful. It could start a very beautiful faith, but it could also like be a very bad seed planted in the beginning of your faith. Is like, if you're only doing it because everybody goes to church on Sunday and they know who doesn't go to church, you know, that's, that's already a bad, a bad way to start that faith. So I just, I've never really been a fan of like, believe this or this happens, you know, bad happens yeah. to you because of this thing, you know? And I'm not saying everybody that goes to church is bad or dumb or this or that. I'm just saying that I think that the higher-ups there are really taking advantage of good people. Yeah, and I just, like, my own personal example, which it's a fucking embarrassing one. It's a hilarious one. But, like, like I said, growing up Christian, raised around all that, one of the main things you're taught is celibacy until marriage and all that good stuff. And once you get into your your teenage years and stuff like that whether it be having sex or masturbation or whatever the fuck you're struggling with if you believe in christian morals you literally might think less of yourself after uh, after a situation that is just you know you're having sex with a girl or you're just jerking it off like not having sex until you're married is retarded that's like not not buying a car until you drive it that's just like you guys might not fit together yeah it's just like one of the most common examples but it's just always like so interesting to me that's like yeah it's or like lying or something simple like sometimes you literally have to lie in fucking situations you have to fucking lie you have to do that for you never have to but you just choose to for your for for your moral obligations whatever you feel convicted of lying is the right thing to do the age-old fucking question like do you uh, t- if somebody asks you if they look good in an outfit and you think no why don't i just tell them no i say no well no i fucking say no i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying like if somebody if somebody if one of your friend genuinely comes to you fucking saying they're a pathetic piece of shit and all that you don't you don't reinforce it you just be like you're fucking oh, see, fine no fucking you fine. have to tell them like, chill out get get your shit together fucking come come to your fucking senses you're not your fucking self right see now. i think that in a way that's enabling like when, like, when somebody comes to me and they're like, I'm a fucking loser, this, that, I'm a piece of shit, I say, well, you know, it's cool that you're acknowledging that. That's the first step. That's how you feel. The situation you're in is bullshit. Now that you've acknowledged it, let's become the not loser that you're fucking supposed to be. You know, like, you, the first step to fixing any problem is not accepting it, but, it, but just acknowledging that it's a problem. If you think that you're a loser in your life, then you're probably a loser in your life. And the first step is acknowledging it and working forward to not being a fucking loser. Because everybody on the planet has the potential to be an awesome person. You just have to push yourself to do it. Well, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Like, my thing is more of, like, I just don't think that because... Like with the religion thing and and the lying and all that. Like if someone if someone came up to you and you knew they fucking hated your homeboy and they was trying to beat the dog shit out of him, he was probably gonna fucking die if they found him. And they said, "Hey, where's your homeboy at?" And you lied to them. Okay, yeah, that's you a did, good example. You did you didn't do the wrong thing in that situation. No, no. But by a lot of like I said, my perspective, Christian standards. I would, uh, if I was a good Christian, I would have walked away from that situation, and be like, "Man, I saved my homie's life. I literally did the most." perfect great good soul thing in that situation but i lied so i gotta go confess so i don't go to hell 
Yeah, that's, that's crazy. weird. Crazy. That's a weird mentality to me. Back on the thing, like with the whole like somebody saying they're a loser. There's a way to do things without putting them down. I'm not saying be scornful or belittling or being yeah. like, yeah, you are a fucking piece of shit. You remember that one time? No, you just say, well, if that's how you feel, then it's a good thing you fucking acknowledge it. Let's work on not being that. Yeah, you let's know, like out why. Yeah, you don't just, like, kick them when they're down. I'm not saying do that. But yeah. I also am a big person about being, you know, you're awkwardly tall. I'm awkwardly blunt. Right. Like, for real. And, and I that's feel, not a weed and, pun because we're in Colorado, y'all. Yeah, that's not a weed right. pun. You quit smoking blunts a while that's ago. That's funny. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then just I just feel like a good friend and a good person tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. In any right. scenario, in any scenario, even though it may cause an argument between us or beef, if we're good friends, See, we should be. Up because I've told a lot of close people what they want to hear sometimes. Because like, it no, that's just you're like, not that. See, that's you not. But see, what that's if it's mis- so petty? No, that's misconception. That's you not being a good what if, friend. What if like what if? But that's my perspective. What if so, it's literally like my my significant other's like, hey, you want this last plate of chicken Alfredo? And I know she's about to eat it, and I'm I lie to her, so I'm like, nah, nah, I don't want it. It's okay, and she eats it, and she's happy, like. That's simple. That's simple deceit right there, in my opinion. Yeah, that but was that's, that that's different than just enabling somebody by yeah, telling I, them what the, they want the to hear. The enabling was a horrible example, too. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that's that's different than just fuck, telling somebody what they want too. to hear. I've probably enabled, too, telling what, somebody what they want to hear. You know, I fucking definitely... Oh, it's okay to drink and drive, like, man. Da, 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 da. Nah, none of that, like, you know, like... Like, oh, yeah, fucking somebody leaves the party. I won't say tell somebody they're cool to drink and drive, but if... I've been the fucking guy, like a homie of mine left the party and someone's like, oh, where'd Hunter go or where'd fucking Timmy go or whatever. You're just, <laughs> uh, he fucking took off. They're like, well, we've been drinking all night. And I was like, yeah, but I, I know him. He's fine. Like, he's fine. That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah, that's yeah. enabling, bro. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, you know, or if people are like, like really that's bring like, up. That's a weird truthful lie because I truthfully think he's fine. He truthfully thinks he's fine. But he's probably not. The realistical, not. <laughs> logical situation is he's drunk and he is not fine. And he could end up in jail or yeah, dead. Is, and then that's that, one of those that situations where that's, that's going to be on your mind for the rest of your life. Yeah, and that that it's like you said, it's that weird enabling, but it's like your mind tricking yourself into enabling because literally him and I both believe that he's going to be fine when he's literally going into a situation where all – all of the elements are combining and screaming, not okay. <laughs> I personally hate when people come to me with a problem and I give them a different perspective than what they were expecting because they want you to disagree with them and be yes, man, and they get upset. It's like, don't bring yeah, your problems like to me and either. ask my opinion and then be honestly distraught and upset when my opinion doesn't correlate with yours because that... You didn't come here to have a good conversation. You came here to get backed up. And if that's or, what you want, just say, just say, I don't want your opinion. Just tell me everything will be okay. Or, or when someone comes to you asking for your opinion and you tell them, like you said, you tell them some shit that they don't want to hear and they say, well, yeah, that's what you would do, but you're not me. You didn't come to me to get your perspective. You, yeah, know you your already perspective. know your perspective, yeah, you dumbass. To to get, you came to me to get somebody else's perspective because you're currently lost. So why would you look at me and say, yeah, but you, you've you never been the lost that I am right now, so just let me get found. Like, no, I'm trying to fucking help you, bro. I'm trying yeah. to help you out. I'm not going to lie. I'm getting super hungry, so... Not at this very moment when I say it, but here in the next like thirty or something, I I we're gonna have to make some food. Oh, them oh. hard boiled eggs is not holding me over <laughs> all the way. Y'all, I pulled in and I was I was texting this man talking about coming over for the podcast, and I said, 
I'm going to grab some fast food real quick. It would have been kind of out of the way, but I was like, I'm going to grab some fast food real quick. You want some? First thing he says, he's like, nah, we got chickens at the house. I'm hard-boiling some eggs. If you want some, we can snack on some of those before the podcast. I said, fuck yeah, fast food's out of the way anyways. I'm coming over. Like, that's the type of man. This this man's got face tattoos, and he's giving me home-raised fucking hard-boiled <laughs> eggs when I show up. But, nah, we're going to get him out of here within the next the next few minutes, too, because I didn't even realize. I look up. We're running damn near two hours here, too. I but. almost felt bad saying it, and then when I looked at the time, I was like, it's cool to ask yeah, for lunch. Yeah, we're like, running. If, I mean, not everybody got two hours in their day, either, but... And the, we can dead-ass do this whenever. Like, I'm yeah. down to get on more more episodes. We could oh, talk yeah. out He'll, some topics he, and he's shit. He's close, like, y'all. He's close in proximity. We'll have... Sloppy's, Sloppy's got a very interesting life. We'll have him on, on many episodes. We got a lot of other segments that he's going to be in a group setting with us, so y'all see more sloppy but the last thing i was going to touch on man is um here recently you know more since i've known you i know you've done a lot of the rapping and music videos and things like that but you've you've gotten into some some movies and you get to into a lot of interesting little projects you know like the village the village thing the movies the rapping like like what has really been like your your motivating thing the last couple of years? Like, what do you see yourself doing not only the last couple of years but for the next few years? Like, what like what are you really about here recently in your life? Um, I mean, all right. So as far as the movie, that's dope. April twelfth, South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Right. Uh, we're premiering the. Well, I don't know if it's premiere is the technical word, but the movie. Let them know. The movie showing is. at the at the festival and. Me and a bunch of the homies that are in it are going. It's called Crestone by Marnie Hertzler, H-E-R-T-Z-L-E-R. Uh, everybody peep that. You can Google it right now, and there's like I'll, I'll have mad links different. Everything. Y'all yeah, have all the links in the description. There's for this mad different write-ups for it right now. We're on like Indie Mag, Filmmaker Mag, uh, all kinds of shit. Um, I'm, I'm really, it's just about a post-apocalyptic group of SoundCloud rappers trying to deal with the world ending. And it was pretty dope, man. We all play ourselves. Yeah, that shit's actually um, blown up too. That's just it is a lot doing of fucking really well. It too. Uh, it is doing way, it's way bigger than I thought it was. Shout out to Marnie for fucking believing in us, every one of us. And honestly, it just opened my eyes to so much more. Now I'm writing my own scripts. I have a short, uh, a short film. It's like. 15 minutes, I think, on my YouTube uh, called Toe Napped. It's featuring like Lil Toe and Nick, Nick Prosper and Charles Weedle filmed it and a couple things like that. Okay. And I just want to keep working on things like that. I'd say in the next couple of years, I really just want to just keep being creative and just keep linking with creative people and doing creative things. Yeah, that's like, what I was going to say. You're, you're, you are one of the most intricate creative minds that, I, that I've met out here. And it's, it's crazy because like... Just based off your story, the world didn't set it up for for you to be that way. The world didn't set like the world set you up to be that systematic, you know, fucking statistic. So the fact that I came out here and met somebody like you, I feel feel super fortunate. But I just wanna, you're definitely one of the ones that I I want to put people on. I want to let people know, like you've already got a pretty large following yourself. But I feel like more people need to know about what Champlou Sloppy's doing. You know, whether, like I said, it be the music, it be the short films, it be the videos, it be the village. Like, everything you do has such a just... Like, positive isn't even a fucking... Even close to the right world of what word I would say. Like, everything you do just has such a fucking uplifting motivation behind it. Like I appreciate that, and, man, and for like, real. Like, even, even, like... Y- you guys will check them out after this podcast, I'm sure. Even even some of the darker shit, like some of the darker shit that you've done, 
as far as the videos and all that shit, like that all has a motivation behind it that's positive. Like, I, yeah, I, no, I, dead I love God, that. rise from I your grave. Love that. Don't love kill that. yourself. Kill your old self. If there's something you don't like about yourself, just dead that shit and rebirth, bro. Like, right. Start anew. And as far as like life setting me up and stuff, yeah, my my childhood and all this stuff was was troubled. You know, it's not a pissing contest with anybody, but I didn't grow up in the greatest situations. But I will not let my past and my flaws or this or that dictate who I am as a human being. And you I have all you the reasons. excuse either. Exactly. I have all the reasons to be a piece of shit to people, and I will not belittle myself by subduing to that at all. Like, And, and it's, it's, it's weird because you've explained to me situations where you were the piece of shit and you didn't blame it on your situation where the, situa- the situation probably subliminally had a lot to do with it. You won't. You won't allow it to be blamed on that. Like no, that, it was me that, and, yeah, and me getting outside of myself huge, for this dude. or that. That's like, huge. It just, it just, like I said, it. I'm super happy that I've met you. You're gonna be on plenty of fucking segments with this shit. I'm, I'm happy you did this podcast with me. I think this one's gonna blow up. I think everybody's gonna fucking love this episode, dude. I it's think been fun. It's been just like a random tangent of dude, conversation. There's a, to, there's a lot to take away from it. Like I, I love that it's. It's just the genuine conversation of, of shit that we would just be talking about if we were just fucking sitting here playing our board games or doing the nerdy shit we do, too. So Let's line up a board game night. Everybody listening to this, if you're anywhere near Pueblo, West Colorado, we are in Pueblo, right? But I'm not in the hood, all right? We're not in the hood. You're, he's here right now. It's a hood. nice house, nice neighborhood, all right? We're playing board games all the time. Let's get this board game night popping. Just hit me up. Or hit up Chase and let's fucking do it. Let's get a night where everybody's off or we can figure out a good time and let's start getting Risk or whatever the fuck people want to play. Let's get, get a little secret Hitler popping oh, off. We're going to show you guys, too. We got we got some board game segments lined up for the podcast for sure, too. But uh, other than that, man, if there's not anything else you want to plug in before we take off, if so, go ahead, man. Uh, I think I have a track called Senseless Shit dropping in, like, two weeks i don't have a specific date on that but i'm uploaded to spotify and stuff it takes two weeks to do it pre-hand to get it in all the playlists and such so keep an eye out for senseless shit i just dropped a music video it's animated featuring chapo maddox and riley reed in it so that's pretty cool Ooh, boy, uh, i know a lot of y'all heard that last name right. you motherfuckers. it's all on my channel champ Lou sloppy youtube uh you know, I don't get a bunch of views. I'm not. That's one thing. This year, YouTube presence is going up. I'm going to be uploading shit on YouTube all the time. Got to get these views up. Got to get these numbers up. I'm at 927 subscribers right now. Get me to 1,000 so I can fucking monetize this hey, channel. Get to 1,000 off this podcast, y'all. I'll, I'll, I'll kiss a lot of you on the mouth if you want it, honestly. I'll do it, too. Well, yeah, you get we'll, the double we'll, kiss. Yeah, we'll kiss you on the mouth, dude. Just get this man to 1,000 followers. He deserves it, man. Be tight to be able to monetize everything i'm putting up there even the little like little shit you know hey extra 100 something du- bucks a month is the extra 100 and something bucks a month you know hell yeah bro it, and it all goes like i said he's got a good vision y'all it's all going towards in my opinion good positive shit he's fucking he's, he's a good dad he's fucking good good fucking significant other he's a good rapper he's a good fucking creative mind y'all got to check this guy out man champloo sloppy check him out we're gonna put every fucking link that we can to all the shit down below. Other than that, we're going to get out of y'all's hair. Um, we appreciate y'all listening. Like, comment, share, blow this shit up. We appreciate every single time y'all do that, every single week. Um, we'll be back at y'all in a couple days with another episode of Awkwardly Tall. Peace. <laughs>